I don't care if you want to thank us for being your friends. This is Black and Black Times Infinity. I am your host, your boy Blue, coming to you live from the stack. I don't have anything to smoke you out with, but uh, we're doing our damn thing. <laughs> Mix it up on the ones and twos if we have. Oh no. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> Out of on my far right, I got the oldest ninja in the world. Oh, ninja. Uh, I have no idea what year it is. Someone needs to fill me in because I've lost all track of time. <laughs> but still, it, it could still be you know 2000 as far as like the world's concerned. Same bullshit. Sure. Yeah. I believe I, if you told me if it's the year 2000, I believe you. Sure. Yeah, is, Puff, is, is Puff Daddy still famous? <laughs> get it, get it, get it. <laughs> she's been arrested for killing Biggie Smalls. Just saying. Oh, Justice damn. I knew, Biggie. I knew it. All right, we are Black and Black Times Infinity coming to you once again on our Wednesday podcast. It's 8 36. We're a little bit late, but that's just that's how we do, baby. CP time. CP time. <laughs> yeah, we black. Y'all should yeah. know this if you know what CP time is, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. You should need, uh, <laughs> if you know what CP time is, you need more colored friends. But don't yeah. call it colored if you're white, because that'd be racist. <laughs> I guess only, I think only if you're right. brown you can say it, I guess. Call me a hypocrite. Yeah. I don't care. That kind of that kind of also brings up uh, the 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 Twitter Twitter thing that was going around next last week oh, uh, about man. the whole hashtag. <laughs> we got to talk about that. But let's do our normal intro. Kratos got some stats for us that i do uh listener of the week will be black schwartz what's going on fam uh dude i love that name awesome name may, may the schwartz be with you, with you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh first in chat is nobody just yet but we're also kind of late actually there's a problem with maybe the live stream i don't know um, i see one person in chat i see i see papa bear okay there's a problem with my side then i can't see shit yet so, oh yeah, we are. I'll keep fixing it. So, yeah. uh, Papa Bear's first in the chat. If you if you say he's in there, then he's in there. So yeah, he's in there. First one, to, first one to talk. Papa Bear will be proud of my shirt. Uh, that my infra- infrastructure is sexy. Just saying, because yeah. <laughs> should invest more in it. Just saying. Uh oh, Warrior fella jumped in there too. So there you go. You guys can see exactly who's in the chat, or are they actually chatting? Uh, I can see uh, who's uh, chatting. I can see you chatting. Chat. Yeah. Okay, so I don't yeah. see anybody like chatting. What the fuck is going on here? This is really weird. Oh, and yeah. Mile High Blurred is in the chat. Thank you, Mile High Blurred, for your oh, yeah. contribution. Hmm. This is very odd. Well, I'll fix it on my end. Uh. Yeah. 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 Doesn't show that it's, it's streaming right now. I got it. I got a message that we're streaming. But for some uh, reason, maybe it's. Oh, it's, yeah, it's back up for me. It oh, says live. Okay, maybe this is it. There we go. Now I see him. Oh, hi, Blur. Thank you very much for it. There you go. Right on time. Right when I said thank yeah. you. The chime went on. Yeah. Uh, thank you for doing it. Oh, I about to say. Yeah. yeah. I actually heard it that time. Yeah. We, we definitely appreciate it. It's awesome. All right. Um, oh, Ninja, man. I know you got one giant fucking champagne glass. A, a huge host for somebody out there. But uh, you want to go over to R.I.P.'s? Yeah. Uh, where are my notes here? There we go. All right. So, we're going to pour out uh, a mix of hyphy juice with some champagne. Going to call it that purple drink. The Bay Edition. <laughs> uh, first off, we're, with our dearly departed, we're going to start with uh, Traction Million. Uh, born Sultan Banks. Uh, he was a hip-hop producer and rapper from the Bay Area. 
Uh, he produced records such as Keek the Sneak, Super Hyphy, Dem Hood Stars, Grown Man Remix, and a remix of Brooke Hogan's About Us featuring E-40. Uh, the Slap Addict was Traction Million's first album, which he featured Bay Area artists such as Too Short, Mr. F.A.B., San Quinn, Keek the Sneak, Dem Hood Stars, and a few others. Uh, tracks and the artists mentioned were considered part of the Hyphy movement. Uh, he died from a rare form of cancer under hospice care. He was 42. Yeah, it's crazy. This guy's like, I don't know, like two months older than me. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy when like people were reporting that he had passed because people weren't believing it. And like TMZ was like the first outlet that I saw that was like actively reporting. And I guess they're trying to hunt down confirmation that he had passed and then I guess they tracked down that he was staying with his aunt and she was taking care of him and then he passed due to his disease. Yeah, I'm always hesitant so. when uh, TMZ posts about, you know, RPs and stuff because they are um, really how do I put it? They're reckless with their reporting on like a lot of shit. They're, they're on the pursuit of just being first all the time and sometimes yeah. like they'll just report something that has not been vetted and then we'll say it on the podcast, or I'll say it somewhere else, and it's like, oh, this person is alive, or this isn't even a fact, blah, blah, And it's just like, dude, like, I get that, you know, you want to be on the bleeding edge, but let's actually do some real, you know, journalism if you're going to be a news outlet and, like, vet your stories before putting it out there. There's been multiple people that said that they were dead, and they were definitely alive. Yeah. Uh, but this one, they were keeping track, and then, like, I think... Um, there's a bunch of outlets all at once outside of TMZ that were reporting. The, the ones that were local to the Bay, they're reporting that he had passed. Yeah. So, it's unfortunate. Uh, next up, we have Betty Marion White Luden, who was an American actress and comedian who had an acting career that spanned seven decades. And a rapper. Uh, she, sure. She's got a rap album out there. She featured on someone's, on someone's track. I mean, being featured on their track versus having twelve tracks as an album was kind of, kind of separate. But anyway, moving on. Uh, she was a pioneer, as Blue is pointing out, uh, in especially in early Hollywood, as she worked in front of the camera and behind the camera, and was the first woman to produce a show in the U.S. Uh, she produced the show Life with Elizabeth, which contributed to her being a named honorary mayor of Ho- mayor of Hollywood in 1955. Uh, she had her, her own show uh, named after her um, from 1952 to 1954. On her show, she was criticized by many in the southern states by having uh, Arthur Duncan, a black tap dancer on her variety show, was asked to remove him. Her response was, I'm sorry, live with it. Uh, she was also an advocate of LGBTQ... Wait, wait. She also doubled down on that shit. She's like, you know what? I'm going to have him on the show more often, too. So she actually like kind of doubled his screen time, which is well, funny. Yeah, she did add him more. But there's speculation that because of Arthur Duncan being on her show more, that it got her show canceled, which is mm-hmm. kind of unconfirmed. Um. Oh, so she was an advocate of LGBTQ+, saying if a couple has been together all that time 
and there are gay relationships that are more solid than some heterosexual ones, I think that it's fine if they want to get married. I don't know how people can get so anti-something. Mind your own business, take care of your affairs, and don't worry about other people so much. Anyway. Yep. Uh, her three, her three most notable roles were in the Mary Tyler Moore Show, The Golden Girls, and Hot in Cleveland. Uh, her role in the 2009 film The Proposal garnered her new fans, which helped her host a 2010 uh, episode of Saturday Night Live, which also earned her even more fans, which also earned her an Emmy. Overall, she has won three American Comedy Awards, three Screen Actor Guild Award, and a Grammy. Uh, she has a star in Hollywood Walk of Fame and was a 1995 Television Hall of Fame inductee. She is a Guinness World Record holder for the longest television career, um, which was awarded to her in 2018. <clears throat> she died in her sleep due to natural causes at the age of 99, two and a half weeks before her 100th birthday. On that day, a documentary-style movie is planned to be released in theaters titled Betty White, A Celebration. So. And there's also um, a challenge out there where on her birthday, January 17th, they're asking or people are asked, being asked to donate $5 to like an animal shelter because Betty White was very into animal shelters. And I've, I've donated already. I donated $10 to uh, the local shelter here in Hayward in, in her name. I mean, uh, she's probably the most well-liked Hollywood celebrity across the board. Uh, nobody, nobody says anything bad about Betty White. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you did, you'd probably get jumped in a dark alley somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like tiers. Every- she's like up there with like you know, I guess Keanu Reeves and like that tier of like people that don't say anything bad about them. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she really had. You know, she was a comedian. She there's a lot of outpouring, you know, uh, about her passing. Um, there's a lot of like, if you look on Twitter and Facebook, there's a lot of like kind of behind the scenes stuff about her just having just this this sharp wit and just like really crazy, sometimes raunchy humor, which I was, which is, you know, kind of funny for uh, LA. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of strange for like an old elderly woman to have really kind of raunchy humor but she but yeah she had this super sweet nice kind of grandma-esque demeanor but she you know she she kept it dank and it's great like especially if you watch the outtakes from hot in cleveland where she's calling like her co-stars a bitch before they they yell action (laughs) and so like the co-stars start cracking up fucking laughing so they can't do their scenes it's fucking hilarious um she talks about how she loved vodka a lot she's just you know a fun lady Sad to see her go, especially before she hit 100, the centennial. Sad to see her pass, you know. Yeah, there's a there's somebody out there saying that she she definitely hit 100 because she lived for it to see. I think it was like 27 leap years, so technically <laughs> she should be she made she made it to 100. Yeah, but, uh, the extra days gave her to 100. Yeah, other people yeah. were saying that she knew ahead of time what 2022 was going to bring and checked out early. Oh, yeah, because she passed away, what, on the 31st? Right? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, she yeah. checked out. I think it was that morning. Saw bad. I saw uh, some people on TikTok have posted a video since one guy said that, like, like God is in heaven, talk to one of his angels, and the angel comes in, and it's like, oh, hey, I got the I got the old lady. And he's like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm, uh, 
Then Betty White comes walking in. He's like, wait, what is she doing here? He's like, you want me to get the old white lady? He's like, I want you to get the queen. She's only 94. Like, we, like the angel fucked up and took Betty White instead of the the queen of oh, England. Oh, it's queen of England. Okay. Yeah. Like, queen. That's all bad. But, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace to them. Tracks a million, too. I mean, the hyphy movie was huge. That actually managed to hit coast to coast. Everybody was talking about it. Uh, it was nationally talked about. You know, people had the hyphy dance. Uh, Mag Duray, which everyone, you know, keeps pointing out to. Tracks a million, you know, from San Jose was out there, you know, putting out beats and stuff that people thought he was just going to be like a mixtaper or whatever. But then he's out there putting hits out and supporting the hyphy movement. So RIP to him because he wasn't that he wasn't that old. He's still in his 40s. Yeah, man. So, it's crazy. Sad scene go. All right. All right, guys. You want to let's start off. Let's start off with this hashtag thing that that was fucking taken up the internet last week that we get a chance to talk about. So we kind of talk about it a little bit if we get out of the podcast. We did. Do you want to touch on Cronus because you're the one that brought it up into the group? <laughs> yeah, there was a. Let me pull it up real for a second. Uh, actually, can't remember the actual name. That, that, this is what it is. It was yeah. a hashtag. I had a white friend, and yeah. <laughs> it was a response to this because you you hear probably. All I've heard a lot from like white people talk about how like they have a black friend and that means they're not racist, and they had a black friend and you know it, it's supposed to like absolve them of some perceived racist nonsense or just you know bigotry or whatever. And there was this movement. Some I forget who started like the who first had the tweet about you know basically saying I, I have a black friend said this and it was a white person and then. Somebody started this whole hashtag. I had a black. I had a white friend thing, and the internet. Oh my god, there were some really good. Uh, I had a white friend things like stories, and I'm just like, yep, yep, yep. I'm like, let me see if I can find some. Uh, it's funny because I, I I was gonna post up one. I was gonna say I had a white friend who thought I abandoned my clothes in our apartment, so he decided to throw it all away. <laughs> yeah true fucking story that is a true story I remember that I, I, I have some true stories too um let me it's funny <laughs> there's one on here that had me fucking rolling one for Candace Owens is a funny one because yeah, I don't uh, know if anybody knows who like Candace Owens is but it's hilarious that this person who is totally like anti-black <laughs> but is sued, black she successfully sued for like um, for discrimination, like in her earlier life, and she's like super anti-black now. I'm just like, hmm, how does that work? And she claims that racism doesn't exist, even though she sued her own school for failing to protect her against racist attacks. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of hilarious. Um, there was once, there was one story I came across where it said that um, I had a white friend whose daughter was having a birthday party and. A summer party and she wouldn't let this little black kid stay the night so the mom one of the other moms was like okay well we're gonna have a party at my house and your kids aren't invited so all the kids went over to the other kids house for the summer party and so the birthday girl had no friends at her house at all for her birthday which is sad uh the one that i saw it was just i hashtag i had a white friend and it's just a picture of candace owen <laughs> yeah. uh, here goes one that probably a lot of people have heard hashtag I had a white friend who told me I was surprisingly articulate and then mm. the person mm. said I told her she was surprisingly not 
<laughs> that was like, funny. Damn. Yeah, uh, if you ever watched the... There's another good one that I'm pretty sure most black people have heard. Hashtag I had a white friend that used to love to go shopping together until she told me that I was one of the quote-unquote good ones. Oh, God. <laughs> when they... The, and, um, in the Colin... Um, not Colin Farrell. Uh, Colin Kaepernick documentary they had on Netflix, they kind of touched on that a little bit. Like, he was in the swim playing and I was his friend and, like, the, the owner of the building called said he was one of the good ones and he's like, wait, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I definitely got that as a little kid, too. Yeah. The articulate thing, too. It's another one that comes around a lot. There's there's, there's a whole bunch. I'm not going to go into, like, the whole laundry list. But I can tell you a personal story of hashtag I had a white friend. I had a really good friend of mine who I consider family. And he felt very comfortable about using the N-word around me. And I was like, hey, um, that's not cool. Like, I don't use the N-word. Can you not do that? And then he decided to uh, lecture me on why it's okay to say the N-word in front of me because it's just a word. I'm like, huh. So could you imagine if you were if you were Jewish and I just I decided to call you a kike? Like how would that make you feel? Now, and then for me to explain to you, then for me to explain to you, like lecture you on why it's okay for me to call you a kike, like or any other racial epithet. Yeah, hope this doesn't like demonetize us on YouTube, but that 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 legit happened, and it's just like, hey man, like don't use like disparaging terms like that for your friends, you know, or anybody really. It's kind of a dick move. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, but also, so, also with this hashtag, it, it wasn't just bad things. There were some good things too. Like this, yeah. there's one on here that said, "I had a white friend who became a kick-ass boyfriend, an awesome, I guess, father, AF, AF player, I guess father play." It just says AF play mate to my daughter while she was sick in the hospital after getting off an eight-hour physical grooming work shift. So that's kind of sweet. Um, this is Hold one on. that I was, think was he one of the good ones. Uh, he, he was one of the <laughs> He was a non-colonizer, but uh, we probably heard this one when you're growing up as a kid. When hashtag I had a white friend who asked me, "This is someone. This isn't me personally. This is from a post uh, who asked me if I spoke African." <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of young people that probably still today have heard this. And uh, he said, I just smiled and said, do you, African is not a language. Do you speak American? <laughs> so things get <laughs> awkward after that. So yeah. wait, so, so, something kind of funny. So my son, right? Like, um, he learns how to make like a, a, a clicking sound, like going, I'm not sure if I got to hear that over the mic. And uh, it's funny because like, I'll do it to him and he'll do it back. So I told I told the sweetest I told him that oh we're just speaking our native language <laughs> oh. I don't know I just started fucking bust out laughing but um the guy who hosts the Daily Show Noah uh, Trevor oh. Noah 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 yeah Trevor uh, Noah. like yeah, you he's from South Africa and he speaks like uh, I don't know what language he speaks but he he does like the clicking and stuff too and I was like holy shit like it's out when he was talking that shit sounded hella cool like to be honest. But uh, yeah, just the whole African language thing. But yeah, yeah, it's a continent. <laughs> like you know, we don't speak North American because there's multiple languages spoken in North America, just like in Africa. So yeah, people are. It's I mean some of it's ignorance, but some of it is just uh, I don't know. Like they, they, it's ignorance because they don't really care to learn about the continent, you know, and the people. Yeah, they just it's just it's will at that point it's kind of willful ignorance. It's just like what bothers me kind of still to this day is when somebody says oh somebody speaks chinese which technically yeah it's sort of true but there's more than one language spoken in china 
You know, yeah. the, and the majority of them, it's either most people, it's either Mandarin or Cantonese, but most people they won't even differentiate the two. They'll just be like, oh, they're just speaking Chinese. And I know some Chinese people will just be like, yeah, well, it's Chinese, but it's also there's there's still two different dialects in China. So I like knowing there's a difference. But um, I, I, I can't. Hard to tell the difference can, between them. Yeah, I can never tell the difference between them. I just, I'll ask, like, oh, are you speaking Mandarin or Cantonese? And like, oh, they'll tell me. I'll say, oh, are you speaking, are you speaking Chinese? I know, <laughs> I know a little bit, of, like a fucking tiny bit, only because one of my best friends growing up, he was uh, Taiwanese and he spoke Mandarin. So, and every time I called, oh. his, every time I called his house, it would be Wei or Ni Hao. Ni Hao. All right, so that was hashtag. I had a white friend, but. Uh, a lot of these are they. It, key word is had a white friend because a lot of them stopped being friends with them <laughs> after yeah. a situation went down. Let me elaborate a little bit more on that, like the, the I had a white friend thing, because there was a. When it comes to like people saying that they have a black friend, um, I think that most people think they have black friends, but they really don't. Now let me just preface this by saying something. Um, if you think you have a black friend, let me just add, in, in your you have to be <coughs> European descent. Have you ever been to their house and shared a meal with them? If you haven't, you're probably not friends. They're probably like an acquaintance. Hmm. So, like, I don't, I, most of my friends, we eat together. I've been to their house. I mean, even, except for, you know, COVID is a little different, all right? Obviously, Broke it's bread. a little different, but um, I think that most people that are, you know, European descent here in America, they don't understand that they get uncomfortable being in black spaces but on the other hand they expect black people to be very comfortable in white spaces and i think there's there's a lot to be said about that and most people don't even think about it but it's like hey would you be comfortable with like a house full of black people meanwhile i have to come to your events or you know to work or wherever like it's full of white people and sometimes it can get a little uncomfortable for people and mm -hmm. Yeah, they just they don't understand it. There is there's a struggle there, and they just kind of dismiss it because it's a little different when you've never really been in a space like that before because you would never even consider it. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Mm, reminds me of uh, what's his name? Oh, Bill O'Reilly, when uh, Al Sharpton invited him to Harlem, and he thought it was going to be all trashy, and uh, they went to a really nice restaurant. He was like super surprised. I'm like, what makes you think that you, he was going to take you? To a restaurant that was going to be full of roaches and all this stuff like that made no sense to me but for him he was legit questioning where he was going to me that just showed that bill o'reilly either had black acquaintances and had zero black friends yeah and it's okay i mean just, just be honest like if you don't if you don't have black friends it's okay you know i don't actually have friends of pretty much every ethnicity so no. Yeah, same here, which is, which is great. <laughs> I'm thinking like, Wait, what? Uh, well, one well, kind of piggybacking off of off of like you, the you know you, you're one of the good ones, or or you are. Uh, so there's this one says uh, I had a white friend who told me you don't talk black. Mm. I told her speaking with intelligence isn't reserved for white people, and it's yeah. it's funny because when I met my uh, my brother on my dad's side. Like I, I, every time I think about this, I kind of hate myself for thinking this. But like, I was like, "Wow, he sounds really white talking to him." But he's same skin tone as me. Like, and it's what's also funny is he thought the same thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Wow, he thought he got a white." 
Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that, that's like some racist shit that's on the black side, too. It's just like people that, that say that we sound white. It's like, no. Like, this is just the way that people normally talk. Like, I don't, I don't have some other accent. I'm not, you know, this is the way I normally talk. So, usually I, like, curse, it was... I curse more, but I mean, that's about it. Yeah, it was weird for me when I met somebody from, like, the South, and they said I have an accent. Ooh. I was like, wait, no, dude, you have the accent. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, you got that Hollywood <laughs> voice. Like, you, you, just, like you, just, you just don't sound right. I was like, oh, dude, that, that, that was, like, the weirdest thing I've ever had somebody say to me about my, about the way I speak. Yeah, it's because you're in their element to where you go to where they live, everybody sounds the same. And so you're kind of the outsider going in. I, I had that same thing when I was in the South. Like, everyone's like, you sound funny. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, you sound like you're from the islands. I'm like, the islands? They were implying, like, the Jamaican islands oh. or the Cayman Islands or whatnot. I'm like, no, I haven't even been over there. Like, you sound different. You have, like, some kind of accent, which is weird to me. But then I realized that I'm not from the South, so I'm going to sound different because I'm from the West Coast. So... Yeah, and to be fair, though, like, I think, at least for me, uh, when I was younger, I used to think that people with a southern accent sounded sounded dumb, but mm. I, I've since, you know, corrected that within myself, because I, I've worked with so many people in IT that are really smart people that just happen to have, you know, a southern accent, and they, they're not dumb, they just speak with an accent that I'm not used to listening to, and it doesn't help that, you know, if you watch, like, Hollywood movies, people that have southern accents are usually portrayed as stupid. So mm -hmm. that was something I still, to this day, every time I hear some, somebody with an accent, don't think they're dumb just because they have an <laughs> accent. You know, it's crazy. I was dating this one girl. Um, she was Chinese. And it was it was crazy because, like, I, did, I never realized I was doing this, but every, I would say ax. Like, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. But she kept pointing out, she kept pointing out, like, you keep saying ax. Like, why aren't you saying ass? I was like, wait, what? Like, I, I thought I, I, that's the way I've been saying it for, like, all my life. And, like, literally she, I had to, like, sit there and force myself and concentrate to say ask. And it was just, it was just so fucking painful for me. And it wasn't until, like, later on in life that I realized that, like, it wasn't just me. Like, it wasn't, like, I was the only person saying that or it was the way I was raised. Like, it's, like, kind of common for... I, I want to say just, just say it, Blacklist. <laughs> Prodigy's not here. I'm going to say it for you, Blacklist. <laughs> but no, like, other black people say ass, too. And, like, yeah, they're yeah. kind of intelligent as well. So it's it's just it's just interesting how the the English language works. But, you know, the the message always gets across. Mm -hmm. Like, you might have heard I me mean, say ass, but you, you understood the sentence structure that, that came out of my mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's funny. I mean, as long as you're communicating and you're you get your point across, they know what you're talking about. They know what the fuck you mean. Oh shit! Was Did there an earthquake today? I was no somewhere down south. There's an earthquake every day. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Question is, did you feel it or not? Did you feel that? Yeah. Is, is that what? Right. Said? Is that what she said or he said? Or... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's what, what, that's what, that's what she said. Oh damn! That's why it's all bruised. Damn. All right, guys. Where, where are we gonna go first? Um, or second? Oh wait. Hold on. What was what was the uh, uh, Cronus's uh, opening? The uh, Bruno thing. What's this about? I keep seeing this. Oh what yeah. What is it? What is it? It's Encanto. Oh, it's from Encanto. Oh, yes. Okay. It's, yeah. it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's on Disney Plus right now. I think it dropped like last week. I, dude, dude, I watched on... it like probably like five times already. Really? Yeah. It, dude, I, I the movie is just enjoyable to to listen to, like the storyline and like it's just I don't know. It's not like the greatest of the Disney movies. So this isn't Pixar. This is actually Disney. Um, it's like Moana was a really good movie. Like that one had like a lot of like jam and jingles to it and stuff like that. But this I one just haven't seen I, it. Just it just fucking flows, man. And then no one talks about Bruno Sog. It's fucking catchy as hell. Like it is. Yeah. It's a it's a huge fucking earworm. That thing would be playing your head on repeat. Like so it's, it's, one, it's it's like that it's toss funny. a coin to your Witcher and Ag- uh, Agatha on lawn type. Oh yeah, like the Swedish had told me to shut up because I keep going around the house singing it. <laughs> Damn. It's like that that song and the the girl that was strong, the woman that was strong. Oh yeah, the under pressure uh, or whatever yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. But dude, like. So yeah, this is a, a Disney movie that's based off of the Colombian family. Um, and, the pa- and the family gets superpowers. So like, there's a daughter. There's uh, so there's the the grandmother, the abuela, 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 abuela. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I can't think of my, my Spanish words, but uh, yeah. So she she has this candle that grants her 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 kids power. So her she has triplets. And one triplet can control the weather. One can control. Uh, one can heal you, and the other one can t- predict the future. Um, and then they have kids. So the grandkids, like one daughter, is super strong. Uh, one can hear from a mile, like she has super hearing. Another daughter can control. Uh, she can create plants or flowers. Uh, one can shape shift. One of the sons can shape shift, and then one of the other sons can um, talk to animals. But the one girl, she doesn't have powers, and she just kind of just living this life with a super fucking family, which which sucks. But Mir- her name is Mirabelle. Yeah, Mirabelle. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of like seeing the world through her. It was interesting. It's it's hard to determine what age she is because I want to say she's like in her teens, but I feel like sometimes she seems like she's like in her twenties, which is kind of weird. But yeah. But she's also the first, uh, not the first, but the she's a Disney primary like character that has glasses on which a lot of people are talking about i mean we have there's other animated characters that have glasses like smee from uh peter pan um mm-hmm. the guy from treasure island uh, the guy that uh michael j Fox. oh yeah, yeah. the main guy yeah that guy has glasses uh but yeah she's like the first female antagonist or main character that has that's wear glasses like the entire protagonist oh, okay. yeah but Carlos, you saw this movie. What's your what's your take on it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was funny because we were, you know, as a parent, there's like movies that you want to see with your kids, and then when your kids are like, oh, "I don't want to see," it, you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to see it. Um, so we finally got her to, to sit down and watch it. And she she liked it. Now she watches just a. So what she does now is she'll watch a movie and then she go on YouTube and just watch the clips of the movie. I'm just like, what the fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll, I'll have to get used to this with the new generation. You know, I'm just like we can watch the whole movie, but she just wants to watch the clips of the movie. So um, she's just like watching this. Go ahead. She's just watching the parts of the songs. Yeah, she watches the she songs like, and like, like some of the other clips of like just random shit, and just like you can watch all these together in a row. It's called a yeah, <laughs> in order. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's really crazy is that uh, I, I've seen people post about this about this movie and they're saying that it's i talk about this in the chat that this movie isn't it's not a, it's not a kid's movie not meaning that kids can't watch it 
but like it's more geared toward adults because they talk about like adult man like uh adult matters mainly around like mental health and um i guess being in a toxic family what it comes down to well i think it's actually good for kids to to watch something like that because oh, yeah. i think that there's you'll see as um as sebastian grows blue kids they can actually pick up on like way more things than we kind of than we give them credit for like most parents me included um and they just need time to like process it as they watch it because i'm sure they've seen like in family structures like people that, that we don't talk about in our families or you know other you know more complex issues but they pick up on it and they know that you know we don't talk about this person or you know we don't do this or we do this on certain days and you know, um, we can't be alone with this person. Shit like that. There's, like, fucked up things and, like, you know, families that happen that we just expect our kids to, to kind of deal with. And I think it's cool to see these more complex issues in a movie like this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the um, the little animated short? The one with the, 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 racco- with the raccoons? Yeah, with the raccoon? I don't think I did. I think it dropped at the same time. It was a movie that, if you saw the movie in theaters, um, uh, it played before in Kanto, but uh, Disney released it on Disney Plus too. But that was a good one too. That was about family and like, you know, the one generation teaching the next generation. And it just, I don't know, that one was like, it's not, it's not a tearjerker, but like kind of being a parent, I was like, damn, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of makes fucking sense. It's basically about like, you know, a parent being so structured one way they kind of put that same value onto their kid and that kid once they become a parent they kind of realize like what the fuck am i doing i'm just rinsing and repeating like what i've learned from my parents so it's 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 really cute what they did like disney does a really good job with these little animated shorts yeah yeah i I, I like the the whole especially i love that i don't think disney gets enough credit um, when they delve into other cultures because it's almost every single movie that they do now when they deal with like you know other cultures besides European cultures like they'll get shit from people about oh well you know they're doing this this and that but I'm like honestly I love that they do this because I'm getting insights into these cultures obviously you know a, uh, a Latin American culture I'm most people in California are very familiar with so these concepts of things are like not super new to us but when it came to, like, Moana, like, some of those things were, like, very new to, to at least me. Um, and, like, really getting into these cultures, I think it's, it's really cool. But and I think people need to be kind of careful when they heavily criticize these things from, you yeah. know, being in movie theaters. It's like, you can't really complain and then expect things to, like, change if, if we can't, if it's not normal. I hate using the word normalized. This is just, I think, I think not saying normalized should be fucking normalized. All right. I'm just saying, I think people would be more accepting of the cultures if, if they saw more of how those cultures worked, you know, and like their 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 intricacies and like all these other things. Because um, we all know, you know, the histories of you know most European countries, like the vast majority of them. Like we we, we know your histories, but like seeing these other ones, I think it's, it's super important because these people still exist where we live, and knowing about them is, is a is a good thing. I think anyway. Yeah, because I remember with Moana, like, people were saying, like, oh, like, the rock, the Maui, he's all, why he's so fat and this and that. And, like, I, I don't think that was coming from, like, actual Polynesian people. Like, it was coming from, like, I don't know. I felt like it was coming mainly for, from European 
I guess one for white people. For, I'm sorry, and, which, uh, which movie? For Moana. Oh. You know how, remember how they were saying that uh, Maui was, they, why they portray him so fat and this and that? Like, I don't think, like, at least for some of my uh, Polynesian friends, like, I didn't, I didn't, I was like, hey, well, how do you feel about Moana? I think we even had somebody on the podcast that we asked them about it, but, like, yeah, everybody's like, well, yeah, that's just, some of the people are that way. Like, they're, he wasn't fat, he was just fucking muscular, and a lot of, the, a lot of little people are, are, a lot of the people, a lot of Polynesians are really big people, like, they're, they, they're fucking always out there working hard, so they just have that body type. Yeah, when I was in Iraq, obviously, obviously this does not account for all of the people in Tonga, yeah. but the Tongan Marines, not all of them. every single one of them were fucking gigantic. And I was just like, I like I think the smallest guy I saw was like maybe 6'3", and like <laughs> super built, and I was just like, okay, like, that's just, you guys are just built bigger than what I'm used to. It's just, <laughs> but obviously, these guys were like they were in the military. So I, there's, I, I've never been to Tonga before, so I have no idea if that's how they how they all appear to be. But those guys, goddamn, yeah, they were big. All right, cool. So yeah, if you if you haven't checked it out yet, check out um, Encanto. It's on Disney Plus. If you have Disney Plus, or you can try to watch it in other kind of means. I think it's still in theaters. I yeah. think. Uh, well, they're about to shut the but you don't, back you, down. Yeah. Shit, probably pretty soon. Probably, you, probably about you don't to want, lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be in a theaters right now with that. Or, or Marion, Omicron, Percy I8 running around the streets because that's just snatching motherfuckers up. <laughs> I think yeah. I think, like, the vast majority of people are going to get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll think it's going to stop. So I think I, I looked earlier today and it was like, it's over. I think it's over a million already today. And I think we're going to be looking at probably 1.6 million people a day for like a month. Yeah. So, yeah. If not more. Yeah, I'm kind of because uh, over New Year's and Christmas, because I think even last year we saw like a spike in numbers around this time, just because a lot of people are still trying to get together and stuff like that. But um, yeah, with this new variant, like it's definitely fucking running rampant. Like I'm kind of glad that we stayed at home. Like we didn't. I mean, it, it was our son's first Christmas, but you know, it, it, he's a baby. He's, he won't remember the shit at all. I mean, the memories are more for us. So we, we got to see him, like, kind of play with the toys that, that he got um, in this net. But, yeah, like, you know, it's we were going to go out with friends for, like, maybe New Year's dinner. But with, with the variant going around, we are like, you know, we almost kind of forgot about it. We are like, oh, yeah, we just go out have dinner and blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, no, nah, there's a... It's a variant going out there, and we're just going to kick it at home. So that's basically what we did. We ordered out, we ordered food to go, picked it up. But I was kind of worried because the restaurant I went to to pick up the food, there's hella people inside, and I was like super fucking uncomfortable. And like the line to pick up the food, there's like only one person like helping people out. I was like, that guy need a better fucking system. And it's they do like um like a car curbside drop off and stuff like that, but. That their shit just wasn't working. Like there was only one guy dropping off the food, so it was. I don't know. They just they need to work on their shit. But yeah, how was your guys' New Year's? I mean, tomorrow's the anniversary of the the insurrection. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I> was, uh <laughs> dude, how how was your guys' New Year's? Oh no, you go first. You got to do anything special? Uh, no, I didn't do anything special. It was actually pretty shitty. Did you get? So no, I had to work. God damn, that's terrible. So. Yeah, I had to work New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, yeah, it was kind of shitty. Did you so. pay overtime at least? No. Because we fuck? actually, because we weren't open that 
I wasn't working like, you know, no holiday pay or none, none of that shit. And where I work, we were we weren't open. Oh yeah, we were. We were open for like a, I guess a shorter duration, but not really. So Damn. it's pretty shitty. Yeah, I uh, but, <laughs> I didn't do shit, but you know, I I, I bought some uh, I bought some Monet. Just saying, had a had a glass or two. Oh, nice. Uh, well, you know. Oh, good. Oh, never mind. I, I just had a thought, but I was like, no, I don't want to interrupt. But Monet is actually pretty good. That <laughs> yeah, is. And I used to think that it was like some big name. I mean, obviously, it's a big name. Monet is a big name as far as champagne goes. Because um, it's in fucking rap songs and shit. But now you can buy it at Costco for like a reasonable price. It doesn't, it doesn't cost mm-hmm. a bunch of money. So if, if you want to get a decent bottle of champagne, get some Monet at Costco. It's just like not even 50 bucks. So, yeah, but that's because you got money. Some people ain't got it like that. Well, but I, I think that... So when I was growing up, I, I thought that it was like way more than 50 bucks, you know? Oh. <laughs> so I thought it was like yeah. thousands. When Biggie Smalls talking oh, about Oh, okay, I see. So it's not... I never had Cristal. I wonder how, how much Cristal is. I'm going to try that next. So I found out how much Cristal... A bottle of Cristal is like 150 a bottle. That, okay. I, I thought that was thousands. Yeah. See, these are like, it's expensive, but it's not that fucking expensive, you know? Yeah, it's not that fucking expensive, but I, but the way that all these, nice. the hip-hop artists and shit, they're, they're making it seem like it was $1,000 a bottle. When I went to go, like, check it out, it was like a one one fifty. I'm like, that's not that bad. I it's mean, it's kind of funny when we're talking about Costco, because I got this fucking big old yeah. bad boy, this uh, bottle of uh, Bullet Bourbon from Costco. It's, uh, I mean... It's 1.75 liters. This was only Damn. 30 bucks. Yeah. Damn. That's like, like a shit a, Dude, if you go to like the liquor store, this is probably like, I don't know, like maybe 50, $55 mm-hmm. for this. Like Costco has some really good deals on our alcohol. And what's what's also great, so fun fact, I, I actually confirmed this with a Costco employee. I talked about this on a podcast before. You do not need to have a Costco card to buy alcohol from Costco. If you're just buying alcohol alone, just alcohol by itself, you can still buy alcohol from Costco. You can Google this. You can look it up. It's a thing. There's there's a few things you get from Costco without having a membership. You can go to the pharmacy without having a membership, and you can also get alcohol. I think you also can go to like your hearing aid center too, or in their glasses part. But yeah, if you don't have a Costco card, you can get you can get those some of those services free still. Which is great. I mean, you can't get free alcohol, but you get alcohol. I mean, honestly, yeah. the the best deal at Costco for alcohol, if you like vodka, is get the get the Costco branded vodka. I think it's the American vodka. It's like one and a half liters, and it costs thirteen fucking dollars. It's enough alcohol to kill yourself easily. <laughs> I'm just saying, for thirteen dollars, it's very economical. Yeah, uh, it's all bad. Oh, you know, so I I forgot on New Year's Eve, I actually got to leave work early, and I met up with uh, some friends. And uh, it was a friend, like, family. It was, like, a whole family, her and her family. So they had Christmas gifts, gifts. So we exchanged gifts. And I literally got there, like, three minutes before midnight. So we brought in the New Year together. And I got Christmas gifts and worked out. So that was probably the best part of the night. But everything else was pretty shitty. <laughs> I, brought, I went to a friend's house for, uh, like, I was down in L.A. hanging out with one of my uh, my friend down there. And she's like, oh, you want to go to this friend, uh, Christmas, his family's Christmas party? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, no, whatever. And I go there, and, like, everybody who's there is getting, like, the family got gifts for everybody. 
And even though I was my first, like, they didn't know I was coming. They had a gift for me. And I got a fucking blue do-rag. I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> just, you're a cripple. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's even funnier about this, what's funny about this whole story is that this was at the time I had long hair. It's like, uh, it's like they knew. <laughs> Damn. This was like early, like, 2000s when this happened. But uh, I, think, I think that's cool when, like, families have, like, gifts for, for visitors. Huh. I would never do that shit. <laughs> um, so... I want to kind of jump back to the COVID shit just really oh, quickly. Yeah. So, uh, seeing what's going on out there, like, I know the, um, I keep saying take-home test, but I, I guess that's what it is, the, the COVID at-home test. Like, a lot of those, a lot of places are sold out. Sold oh, yeah. the fuck out. Um, getting tested kind of takes longer now, not because of the duration of like the actual test, it's because actually getting in. So now most places are requiring a like CVS, Walgreens, you need to make an appointment. And like an appointment, the first opening is probably a week and a half to two weeks out. So if you're trying to get tested or whatnot, like if you're going to a a walk-in spot, you're looking at like a line of like a four hour plus wait for walking. Yeah, like for for making an appointment, like even making an appointment, like by that time, like the symptoms and stuff are already gone. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. would you still you'll still test positive, right? Even though like you're symptom free. Uh, you may still have some antibodies, but they'll probably be like, hey, by then they're going to be like, well, it's already kind of out of your system. Just stay home if you feel bad and take some NyQuil or something. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Papa Bear just said it, but I was, I was oh. gonna mention it too. There's there's a couple of things. So like one, the uh, not all at home tests are popping for Omicron. Um, also, a lot of people, some people have expired um, at home tests. That, test kit. Yeah, so they're just invalid. And also, if you have a test kit that does show positive, um, it does it is not counted towards the actual count that you, the official count that you're seeing. So that's why I think there's actually way more coronavirus out there because it only really gets counted if you take the like if you get a test out of place and it comes up positive, then they'll mark it down. If you get it at home and it gets positive, like you don't you don't report it. You can if you want, but most people don't report it; they just stay at home. So like I had to give an at home test to uh to my youngest a little while back. I still have it. It was a pack of two, and she came back negative, but I didn't there was nothing on there to tell me to like report it anywhere. So I think that this is probably way more rampant than people are really thinking. And I think once all the at home test kits are running out, you're going to see that number go up even more. It's going to fucking skyrocket. So. Oh yeah. Just wait till what, when, uh, what did probably you say? Like Monday or Tuesday after the weekend, we'll probably see all kinds of numbers. I mean, I went to several different places, just get an at home test sold out everywhere. Like, I guess, you could Instacart it, but like, good luck. <laughs> did you, wait, did you hear that story about the woman who Instacarted the, the kit? No. So apparently, uh, she got a fucking a, a colon kit or something like that. Some of the test her oh, colon or some shit. What? Test your duty? I didn't even know they had a, a kit like that, but uh, yeah, so. Well, because I know with yeah. Instacart, if they don't have kind of what you want, they kind of will kind of gotta find something that's similar. And I guess whoever their Instacart person was like, you know what? Colon, COVID, that nah, starts with a C. <laughs> Damn. 
that's terrible. I'm not sure. I'm not, it was just, this was like a quick thing I found on the internet. I'm not sure how, how 100% accurate this thing is, but I just thought it was fucking funny. <laughs> Since you mentioned the whole Instacart, it popped in my head. But uh, I talk bad. They're all like, oh, shove this up your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, I remember in, um, I believe in China, they were doing COVID tests, like rectum colon tests. So mm-hmm. and I think that was a little bit more accurate, but I don't, know, that was... I don't know if that's real, though. I know it was a it was a real thing. It's just that I'm not sure how how accurate it was. But yeah, if you type up like uh, China anus COVID test, it's it's a real thing. They're like like real legit news organizations were covering it. Isn't it rectal rectal yeah col- uh, rectal COVID test? Rectum, damn Let's near see. killed him. Sorry, had to say it. Oh damn, <laughs> damn. Fucking uh, classic. Oh, China using anal swabs for COVID testing. Bam, there you go. The value of anal swab RT-PCR for COVID-19. Who is this? But this was like early COVID-like. This one is pretty... This is is a medical journal. Is this so weird that like... Damn. isn't Isn't it weird to say that like, oh yeah, like this, like this whole rectal testing was back in 2020 we're in fucking 22 like this is two years ago like that's i mean covid 19 came out in 2000 or like it was discovered in like yeah 2019 which is fucking crazy it is crazy that we're on, still going yeah we're on a third year of uh fucking insane failures in america this is spanning yeah you know, i can't two presidencies two different fucking uh, terrible, or uh, terrible, you know, political parties in America that have not done a good job of handling it at all. Both parties. I don't. People want to say, oh well, you know, started with, you know, Trump. okay, yeah, you're right. Trump sucked. He sucked. Yeah, it, it, handling this definitely sucked. But uh, you also cannot ignore what's going on now during, you know, Biden's administration. It's getting worse, and people want to say, oh, it's just, you know, it's the people that are conservatives that are not getting it. Okay, well, how about you come up with a goddamn plan to get them vaccinated and not just, like, leave them off to the wayside? Mm. You know, like, actually build some trust into those, you know, into those constituents. But I don't think there has been enough, you know, real effort to really fix that at all. Like, they haven't reached across the aisle. They haven't, uh, they haven't done anything to, like, garner more trust. People say they don't trust, you know, Anthony Fauci. I totally understand. Like, I generally trust the guy, but if if half of the country is saying fuck that guy, then take him off fucking TV. Like, what are you doing? Like, it seems like a pretty easy goddamn fix, right? Like, if if they don't trust the guy that is supposed to be the head guy that you're trying to get to come across, like why we're doing all these things, then take him off of TV. Stop having him do all these interviews because you're pissing off half the people in America. And yeah, I understand it might be kind of petty. You know, oh, well, why are you just trying to, uh, you know, cater to them? Because I don't want them to die either. Because if, if they get sick and die, the other people sick and they die. So, like, what the fuck? At some point, you have to be the bigger person and put on your big boy or big girl pants, suck it the fuck up, and make up, make some concessions to these people. Just so all of us can yeah. survive. Because we're all in the same fucking boat. I'm on the same fucking boat as, as, as these assholes. <laughs> and I'm tired of it. It's both fucking sinking. <laughs> yeah, and it, it continues to sink. Yeah, we're all we're all on it. I'm just I'm I'm tired of it, and I'm tired of like the us versus them mentality because when we're talking about us versus them. Like I think there's too much 
uh, of the of that shit on the left. And I was sort of on that side for a little bit of like, hey, you know, kind of fuck those guys. But this is where fuck those guys have brought have brought us. Yeah, is where we're at now. So, new plan, please immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely we definitely need a compromise. Like we. We need to make America great again. <laughs> oh my god! I, yeah, I don't see. I don't see any of the people from on the right gonna build want to build trust with or find a happy medium. They're just more like, you know, fuck those people. You people are simps. You people are, you know, because I I witnessed it today. You know, there was a line. Um, for COVID testing and somebody's driving by honking at the line and they're just like, you guys are, you guys are suckers. It's like, why are you, why are you trying to yell at these people that want to, you know, get a test? I'm pretty sure they assume that they're getting the vaccine, but you know, there's all these people that don't trust the vaccine for whatever reason. I don't think they're convincing them of trying to get it is a very, very tough uphill battle. Dude, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's easier to get vaccinated than it is to get a COVID test right now. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, witnessed it. I witnessed that today, too. Well, this it's is, this is, the, this is the problem, though, is that this is what they, they need to put more emphasis on. It's like, yeah, it is. But and then but the, the, the counter that those people will say is, oh, you can still get COVID if, you know, if you're vaccinated. Okay, I'll give you that. The, the thing is, though, is that if you get COVID... And you're vaccinated, you're far less likely to get uh, seriously ill and or die. So that's the main thing that might, I think most people need really understand is that the most people, most people that are dying right now, are people that are unvaccinated. So yes, you know it's kind of uh, so I I don't know if this is one of the symptoms, but I haven't heard about this in a while with the COVID vac- um, with the COVID virus that um. Like you get like losing your sense of smell and like using your losing your sense of your taste sense of taste too. Like could you imagine not being able to like smell things and taste food? Like yeah, like everything would just be fucking bland and. and wait, very... so you you explain something similar to this? Yeah, uh, like usually when I get sick in the past, like I'll have a severe runny nose and I can't. You lose your sense of smell, which means you lose your sense of taste. So when you're trying to eat stuff, the only thing you can sense is if it's hot or cold. So it's like, this is weird. Like, I hate tomatoes, but when I can't taste them, it's kind of weird eating a tomato. Because there's no, like, you just feel the squishiness, but you can't really taste it. So. Yeah, like, I could I could imagine not being able to taste, like, like food. Like, holy shit. Like, I mean, I'm not... I mean, with food, it's, it's, it's kind of, for some reason, I've been kind of, like, bored with food. But, like, if it's just, like, bland and nothing, like, if you're eating at a hashtag I had a white friend's house. <laughs> and it's yeah. Just no no seasoning? <laughs> no fucking seasoning and shit. <laughs> That's racist. Like, what the fuck am I eating? <laughs> that, that, that probably was super racist, but, uh. <laughs> but, no, like, I don't know, just not having, like, not being able to taste something, like, why? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it sucks because you need nourishment, but you won't get like you won't like enjoy what you're eating. You'll just know that you need to eat because you're hungry. You you you'll feel hungry. That's but there's times where you're sick and you won't feel hungry at all. But you need to eat to get nourishment. 
to be better. Yeah. That's that's I'll, probably the toughest part. This is a, a horrible uh, I can't get the word. Uh, something that's similar to not having your sense of taste or whatever. <laughs> it's it's like it's like having sex with a girl that just lays there. <laughs> oh she did <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you still, I mean, you still, you still get what where you need to go, but you know, it wasn't fun. Yeah, uh, enough of this uh, stuff. I, I got to talk about right. something that's on here. I got to bring this up. Um, I don't know how long it's been out, but all the episodes are available. This is off of uh, an acclaimed science fiction writer. Uh, the TV show Foundation on Apple TV. So uh, I have no idea when this came out. I, I didn't double check, um, but I watched the first three episodes, and it was uh, it was definitely interesting. I was captivated captivated by the trailer, and um, I just wanted to check it out just to see how it was because my I was watching my cousin. He's like, "This looks pretty cool. Like we should check it out." I'm like, "All right." So they dropped. It dropped September 24th. Oh, so it's, so it's been around for a little bit. Yeah. It's been around for a few couple months, yeah. So I was like, all right, let me see what this is about. Like, I'm not a huge Isaac Isimov fan. But, Isaac Asimov, you know, I, god damn, how uh, fucking Asimov. dare you? Say your name right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, I respect his work because he's a very brilliant person, but he was kind of an ass. Um, but the show was very, very like, it reminds me of like Dune with more cityscapes and water. So it was, it was just like Star Trek. No, I mean, it, I want to say it has like a Star Wars kind of feel, but it has like, no, it, it, it definitely does not feel like Star Trek. It feels a little bit more, it feels more on the Dune side, but with like spaceships and like cityscapes and stuff and um you know a doomsday clock type situation going on i mean the uh basically the premise of the uh of the very first episode which felt like a 90 minute movie almost was like um this young girl wins a math she literally wins a math contest to meet her her idol who's a teacher and comes to find out that you know she she goes through all this trouble to meet this man just to find out she's going to be arrested because he discovered a a theorem that predicts that the whole empire that they're in is going to fall and the people in power do not like this and they say that he's heresy so they want to try him for treason and because she won the competition they feel like she's the only one that can prove him wrong and she double checks his math and finds out that he's correct and all kinds of craziness ensues like you know um martyrs start coming out and like just like suicide bombings and you know conspiracies start coming up it was very very interesting but then it like does time jumps so it shows what happens uh, in the past a little bit, but then it jumps like 20 years into the future. Then it goes back a little bit, five years and goes back to current. So, but it's not jarring. Everything seems to line up in place. Like you don't get lost. Uh, there is a lot of math involved, but they don't beat you over the head with it. They just, they don't go like, 
super in-depth, but they go just enough to where if you're a math nerd, you're going to get a little wet. But if you're just a science fiction nerd, you're going to be intrigued. And I watched like three episodes. I was very, very, I was impressed with the series as far as it was. There's like 10 episodes. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on. I feel like they didn't start with the first book, but went to the preludes first from what, from my understanding of, of the, of the series. And it was just, it was very, very captivating. It was super incredibly visually stunning. Like the landscapes and the CGI was actually really well done. Um, they put money into the show, guaranteed, guaranteed. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Oh, go ahead. I feel like Apple, Apple TV has been kind of coming up because I hear a bunch of like everybody's talking about a lot of shows that are on Apple TV or Apple. It's Apple Plus or is Apple TV? If I can't remember, uh, it's Apple TV Plus, I guess. Because I guess there's a TV and then there's TV Plus. Yeah. yeah. But so. um, yeah, I think I think Apple's definitely throwing their money on the ring because like there's a lot of shows that are getting like a lot of good praise and like I've have heard that like Foundation sounds really good and, and some a couple of other shows. But uh, yeah, I mean, I see trailers. I saw uh trailers and clips of this show and it does seem kind of fucking interesting. I think right now it's only like ten episodes. It's ten, yeah. But by the time you get to the third, you feel like you've watched like. Like two, like a movie and a half, because that's how they go pretty deep into a lot of stuff. But they don't like go too deep to where it's like Dune. Dune has a bunch of politics and stuff, uh, as far as the movie, not the book. But there's like politics and stuff that they give you enough of so you know what's going on, but they don't go super in depth. The book had more politics. Just saying. Dune. Uh, the book of Dune or Foundation? Dune and Foundation. Uh, I've watched the, the show Foundation, but Dune had way uh, a lot of politics too. Like, yeah, so there's fun. there's a lot of politics in there, but they kind of like I don't want to say dumb it down, but they do strip away some stuff, so it's easy it's easy to follow. So where you're not like following, you know, this house or this planet hates each other for this reason, and they don't go super in depth why and like try to drag it on. They just show, you know. They kind of sum it up in a quick speech, and then they talk about consequences and stuff. And there's some pretty dank stuff that happens in the show. And there's some, like, morally ambiguous, amb- ambiguous things that happen. But I was very intrigued. There's some mystery involved. There's, you know, um, a lot of political stuff. Some of the stuff that I think we can identify, especially what's going on now in the world today. So I think uh, it's definitely a – for me, it's kind of a, it's kind of a must-watch. I haven't lost interest. I've only three episodes in, but it does feel very, very epic. It does have that epic feel to it. I'm hoping going forward it continues to do that and not become like um, a weird serialized episodic like monster of the week type thing. But but so far it's not. So far it's like huge pieces of a grandiose puzzle, which I'm liking. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Blue. No, I was gonna say like I was gonna say like it, it has pretty average like ratings like like Rotten Tomato gives seventy percent, but I kind of you know what I, I want to say fuck the whole rating system because that shit doesn't represent the fucking people like it's just fucking random ass critics and this and that so yeah but like I said if I'm you only, like it, right, yeah I'm only I'm only three episodes in it could get it could turn to shit like in the next like seven episodes so I I don't know but so far I'm liking it a lot. 
Yeah, so like the um, the books were fantastic. Uh, I really liked the books. So if they are, already know that at least the main character is not the same main character in the book. Like, so wait, who who's the main character in the book? Because I feel like they jump around so much that they don't give you a centralized character. Well, it's, it's a it's a white dude. So is it Henry? Uh, Henry? I can't. I gotta fucking go back and listen. Yeah, to is it the the teacher, the psycho psycho no, history guy? No, I think okay. It, I think it's the the black woman in the show is supposed to be the main character. Yeah, see, that's the thing. There's two black women, and they have very very prominent roles. And one of them, where I'm at now, kind of like takes over and is center stage. At first, it, she's she's like hinted at in the very first episode, then it jumps back. So it's like kind of interesting yeah well so the thing that was really cool about the books yeah it, it is going to be an epic it it spans a lot of books um and it gets in like some really interesting i don't know where the show starts but it's like they're obviously humans but they're not they shouldn't be on earth or anywhere near earth no but then they not even close that, but then they reference like a place that could be earth not yet yeah. <laughs> where i'm at so far okay. no earth isn't even not even a thought <laughs> yeah it's Honestly, like, what's really cool if you, if you so I started Isaac. Well, my first Isaac Asimov book, actually, no, it was the Foundation. So I started his books with Foundation, and I was like, went through like from the Foundation up through like all these books, and it was like it's quite a few, and they're all really good. And it gets into like this really cool epic, and at the end of the book, like you meet this one main character who's actually in iRobot, and so I'm Ooh. like, huh. This is interesting, but in iRobot, it's like not... They've fucked... iRobot is... they fucked that... Sh I mean, don't get me wrong, the movie isn't bad, but it is nothing like the fucking book. So... Oh, really? And through... Yeah, not even fucking close. Like, first of all, he's not even, He doesn't even stay on fucking Earth. <laughs> in iRobot, so I'm just like, okay, this is fucking weird. And then it gets to a point in, like, the... Have they talked about robots at all in the show yet? So, yes, they, they reveal, like, a character that's a robot. That is so a robot? Yeah, it's oh. a robot, but they they do talk about robots. Like, there's like some kind of like, uh, not a cleanse, but like a big clash between robots and humanity. Yeah, so there shouldn't be any robots. There's okay. one. Okay, just one. Yeah, only so far. Okay, so I'm okay. only on the third one. There's only one. Well, at this point in the story, there shouldn't be any robots. So, like, I, like I was saying before, I guess they start with the the the. Prelude to Foundation. I think that's the book from the oh, late okay. '80s, early '90s. That's where I. That's where apparently the 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 show starts, is it and then moves on towards Foundation. Is the robot's name Daniil Oliva, or something like that? Something. Yeah. I. I okay. I don't know. The names are kind of hard to yeah, keep up with, but but they're but I recognize their relationship to like the one that stood up is um, Empire. I'm like who names their their like kid empire but then when you find out what they really are it's kind of weird because <laughs> they go yeah because you i guess they call they start with them uh because he's a clone so it's uh, what dusk day and dawn hmm. yeah so they start with the clone of the emperor i guess and they call him empire i guess as a trilogy as a trilogy of a being yeah they refer to them as empire so the the middle one which is i guess like a 30 year old man is the one that rules while the other two through their lifetime has different roles so they rotate as like a clone dies and a new one is born okay yeah so if they start with a, with a prelude and they had a robot in the prelude that's fine 
Um, but there's like a. I remember I was reading the book and I was like, they have all these fucking spaceships and shit. Why are mm-hmm. there no robots? Like, because when you read the Foundation book, there's like, obviously it's on the prequel. And it's just like, as you start reading it, you're just like, well, they have all this stuff. Why are there no robots? And they talk about, well, there's no robots for a reason. And you're like, well, what's the reason? And they get into it like way later in the series. And it's like, oh, holy shit. And then that's when you realize that there's like a whole. That's when I started looking up, like, what's going on with the robots in these books? And then it's like, oh, well, there's like the Foundation books is like. So iRobot is actually the start of the actual story. No shit. And it starts on Earth. Oh, shit. And so, like, where you're at now is, like, thousands of years from Earth. And mm. so yeah. And that's where I started. I mean, you... Yeah, you kind of get that notion because the, the tech... Because they introduce you to, like, tech. Like, epic, like, uh, ships that, like... It's weird because it, there's... It feels like there's similarities to other science fiction stuff, but this predates those, like... There's like it looks like a Mass Effect drive, but this was yeah. like literally four decades before Mass Effect even came about. But they use that technology to, you know, warp to other spots, and then they have like these cryogenic, like weird stasis pods that they're doing. And they have like, um, I guess what Japan wants to do in the near future, they have like a they don't call they don't call it a sky bridge, but it's basically like a giant elevator to space. space elevator. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's basically what it is. But they call it something else in the book. They give it some other name. But well, what's what's crazy? Like when I remember when I was a kid, I was like, like why don't they like send out two two rocket ships into space and have like a fucking line that just comes back down to Earth? And when they want to take somebody up, those it's basically like like pulling on two strings. So like those two rocket ships will will shoot out a little bit and it will pull up the string and blah blah blah. But it's like. The space elevator. Um, yeah, I can yeah it's, basically, it's basically almost how a space elevator would work. I can explain to you why they, why we can't do that right now. We don't have Go things. For it. So we have to get things. First of all, it'd have to be like long as fuck. And don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I think eventually yeah. we're going to get here because they're already talking. So the main thing about get, us getting into space, the main issue is that you have to have so much fucking force to get off the planet to to escape, escape gravity. The gravity. But the main problem is now is that if you want to build like a space elevator like that, is that you need to have really um, the cord that you're using, the materials that you're using. We don't really have enough of them to like have something that is attached to the Earth and then constantly being pulled upon around the Earth. Because basically, mm-hmm. at, at some point there will be like zero gravity or near zero gravity. Like it's going to be constantly falling um, outside of our like at the very tip of the Earth's gravity. But in between those points, there's still a tremendous amount of tension. And so it's trying to figure out like the tension points of like all that material to get out into space. And that's the main problem right now. But there's a whole bunch of companies that are trying to solve that problem because that's the main issue of like just putting more shit into space is you have to use so much goddamn fuel <laughs> to put shit into space. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. To break the atmosphere. Yeah. And to build something because there's going to be a point where not only it being pulled, but you got to think about at that height. There's going to be extreme weather conditions, mainly wind and cold. It's going to put stress on whatever kind of material that's going to be there. So fear that breaking and then just falling down, tearing apart some country is a real issue. I just did a quick Google search. Uh, to, I, I put in here, how many, how many miles to escape Earth's gravity? And you literally have to go, uh, you need to travel roughly 62 miles upward to leave Earth's orbit or Earth's atmosphere 
but B, but you need to travel twenty five thousand miles an hour to break free of gravity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's tricky. This is why we need transporters. Transport. Nah, fuck that. You're exactly. killing yourself. Stop. No, no transporters. Yeah, you just reatomize yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy some, yourself. Until somebody can like give me a better scientific explanation of how I'm not committing suicide and rebuilding my body somewhere else, I'm not interested in fucking teleportation. Uh, teleportation. <laughs> no, oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know where I don't know where that's from, but once I heard about that, like, oh yeah, you're just fucking you're basically dying or just fucking see your your atoms back down to earth. It's like, wow, that sounds painful as fuck. <laughs> like. It, it, I think it, um, what movie was that? And the, it, it was either the magician or the illusionist where like the guy was able to like, you know, do all these stunts, but it turns out he oh, was actually creating a, you're talking about a clone the, of himself. You're talking about the prestige. That's a Christopher Nolan film. Yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. that movie was fucked up. The best part of that, one of the best parts of that movie was, uh, David Bowie as Nikolai Tesla. That was awesome. Mm. That was an awesome. That was an awesome scene. He's in one scene, and he literally tells him, "I invented this technology. We need to be careful with this. And if I can tell you anything, you shouldn't even use this at all." And he's like, "Well, I need this." He's like, all right. I was like, "I'm not going to help you." And he walks away. I'm you like, know, damn. You know what's crazy with about like Tesla? What's the Tesla? Um, yeah, the whole elephant thing. Like, I literally learned about that shit in a fucking cartoon. But how he like electrified like an elephant? Oh, oh yeah, you, I, do, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, like how like he how he explained how his experiment works. Like this motherfucker goddamn kills a goddamn elephant to show how like his. I don't, I don't, I don't know even the backstory of it all, but like, it was just fucking something that's like super fucking shitty that he killed an elephant basically, and mm. a. I guess this happened a lot anyway with science, like, you know, experimentation on animals and things like that, but... You can't make an omelet without make, breaking a few eggs. I'm saying. That's fucked up. But yeah, I know. Yeah, you shouldn't have to harm big-ass animals like that just to, for science, but... There's a different oh, wait, time so, like that. Since we're on the topic of science and science fiction and probabilities and this and that, do you guys watch uh, Don't Look Up on Netflix? Oh, yeah. I love that show. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this, this fucking movie was so fucking great. Like, it was a comedy wrapped with science, wrapped with sci-fi, wrapped with some fucking some, some drama. <laughs> this, I don't know. This this is probably a very good movie that if we played on. But uh, what's your guys' take on the on the movie? It's basically the twenty twenty two. They come out this year or last year? I think it was. Last it came year. out December last. Okay, so, so 20, last year. It's the twenty one twenty twenty one version of Idiocracy. Really, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> oh shit! That yeah, you fucking that yeah, you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. So basically, this this movie is about um, there's a comet, not a comet. Shit. It is a comet. So there's a difference yeah, between a comet and a meteor. Comet. Yeah. So a yeah. meteor is a it's a, a, a it's gonna skim Earth or it's gonna pass Earth or whatever. But a comet will enter Earth's atmosphere. So there's a comet coming to Earth. No. And but, okay. there's a term. That's, those terms aren't correct, but just keep going. Wait, it's not? No, because comets pass by Earth all the time. I think they're comets. No, are, so, oh, no, that's what it is. It's no, no. It's meteor and meteorite. That's the difference. A meteor, a meteor, will pass Earth, but a meteorite will enter Earth's atmosphere. But a, I don't know a comet because there's like Halley's comet. That never 
comes yeah, to Earth either. So that's what I was saying it doesn't it comes nowhere near Earth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think um, comets. I gotta look up the actual thing, but I know comets have tails. And it's usually ice or some shit. Yeah. Or as it's, it's not even just ice, but it's like as it's coming closer to the sun or a star, it gives a trail mm-hmm. of stuff. But a meteor doesn't give the same similar kind of trail. Um, I didn't take a whole bunch of Earth science, so I could be extremely incorrect, but I'm fairly certain what I said was correct. So, so apparently, a, a meteoroid, a meteor is smaller than an asteroid, and then meteorite is a fragment of a meteor. Okay. And, yes, me, I, meteors I and comets are not the same, apparently. Yes, and actually, I was mostly correct. Okay, a comet, defined, is a celestial object consisting of a nucleus of ice and dust. When it's near the sun, a tail of gas and dust particles are pointing away from the sun. And so that's why I saw yeah, a lot so, of the, yeah. yeah, so fun fact. So, like, you'll see it, even though a comet might be moving away from the sun, it will still have a tail that's facing away from the sun, which is weird. So even though it's kind of, like, going in reverse, the tail will still be going up. Because the tail is always facing away from the sun. It's always because the heat from the sun is blasting the 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 ice, the water, whatever is inside that comet away from the sun. So if you, like... I, I remember the kid I saw Haley's comment, mm-hmm. and it. I think as you see it leaving our atmosphere, it still will be facing towards the sun, even though it's going the opposite direction, which is weird. Anyways, so this movie, there's a, there's an Earth-ending asteroid coming to Earth, and some uh, new, uh what's his name. Leonardo Capio's character, as well as uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah, they discover it, and they, they do all the math. They figure out like, okay, yeah, this this is definitely gonna hit the Earth. They tell the the president of the United States about this, and they they just fucking play it off. I feel like this this is probably like a play on the term of our previous presidency who did believe in the COVID virus, but then like you know he becomes like. Kind of like a sexy doctor, which is kind of what happened with Fauci. Fauci, he kind of was like, what do you think is, is is Fauci sexy though? If no. you're if you're I mean, if you're a if you're in on like Pornhub or X Hamster or something, you click on mature content, then probably. I'm just saying though, I'm not gay, <laughs> but if I was, Fauci would not be at the top of my list. <laughs> <laughs> sure. At, at any age. <laughs> oh, okay. But maybe, I guess maybe for a, a scientist, can you think of any s- sexy scientist, either male I mean, or female? Yeah. How uh, many scientists? Are... Yes. Oh, Kara Santa Maria. Michaela. One hundred percent. Yeah. At the fucking top. Uh, pretty much near the top. Wait, so, who? Uh, Sarah Can- uh Kara Santa Maria. Oh, I don't know. I, was, I said Danica McKellar. She's a scientist. Uh, I I put Kara above her, so really, y'all don't know who she is. <laughs> no, I have no idea who she is. Say say that one more game for those folks. Kara Santa Maria. Tara Santa Maria. Tara, C A R A Santa Maria. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Blue. But yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so like the the scientists discover that there's a Earth killer. So if if you if you know the term, it's kind of obvious. There's a there's a comet meteor coming to Earth that's 
the size of uh, I think it's the size of Texas. So sorry, spoiler alert. Just to let anybody have to watch it yet. But yeah, just you know, at, well, if if this if the movie came out before COVID, I'd be like, okay, people aren't that fucking dumb. Like nobody's gonna be like, okay, I'm not gonna trust the science. But since this came out during COVID, I'm like, yeah, these are a lot of dumb motherfuckers because people are like, oh no, don't don't. So the movie's called Don't Look Up. So it's basically so there's scientists telling you to look up because the comet's there, but the political party's telling you not to look up. <laughs> so it's like, it's 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 uh, it's just it's so fucking crazy how similar to this with the whole COVID thing. But um, yeah, it's it's really well done. I mean, there's a lot of comedy there. I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio does a really good fucking job of like expressing emotions. But then again, his character is a fucking dick. <laughs> Like, I mean, he oh, he God. fucks up, but he does what he thought was right at first. He fucked who he thought was right. Yeah, he <laughs> fucked who he thought was right. Exactly. <laughs> That's all bad. That's all bad. But then, like, at the end, it's like, like, if this shit was to really happen, like, it would be just, you. a lot of people wouldn't have fucking known. Like, it would just would have just been it. And that shit kind of, I don't know, that shit... That's the part that was kind of scary with the whole thing. Was I like, okay, if something was to happen, like, you know, what can you do? <laughs> but one thing, one thing about the movie though, I thought was kind of, kind of weird that like, you know, they didn't show a lot of people kind of doing their okay, shit, fucking the earth is it's about to end. Let me just, I'm about to go over here and get as much strange as I can. At the end, they did. But then again, it's like when they were super fucked, they they were all fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, they were. <laughs> But then again, it's like, you know, how can you get it up when you know that the world's going to end? Like, that shit will fuck with your head, so... Like, literally, there's like there's like an orgy scene. I mean, it's not, like, super prominent, but they oh, yeah. hands over people fucking... <laughs> so, it's it's like that uh, that scene from uh, Independence Day when, like, people are up on top of the rooftop having parties and, like, welcome to Earth, aliens, blah, blah, but, you know, just replace that with uh, the scene from Scion or from Matrix where everybody's having an orgy and dancing and raving and shit. <laughs> No, but overall, no, no. I, yeah, I thought I thought it was a good fucking movie. It was it was really really funny, interesting, and even though it's got kind of mixed reviews on all the critic sites and stuff like that. Really, really, I've seen it get high praise across the board. I haven't seen anyone give it mixed, but I no, I think it's got like I think it's like in the sixty percentile. What? Where did you see that? I don't know. This was like a couple of days ago. So I, I'm yeah, gonna like, say this. Yeah. It's got fifty five percent on on uh, Red Tomatoes and fifty percent on Metacritic. On oh, Tomatoes, well, you know. Huh? Yeah. It just proves that fifty percent of people are fucking idiots. <laughs> oh damn! Well, twenty twenty should whatever really happen. Um, I'm gonna say this: this Kara Santa Maria chick is pretty fucking hot, but I don't think she's as hot as Danica McKellar. Really? Just yeah. Yeah, Wendy Danica, from, uh... Dan, yeah, Danica, Danica McKellar is pretty fucking hot. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, but she, I don't know, she, did, she didn't do it for me. No, she didn't do it for me back then, so I didn't, I mean, I kind of watched Wonder Years, and I was just like, whatever, but, like, now that she's a woman, she's pretty fucking hot. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, you know, not, I'm not gonna say she's not attractive, but yeah, she, just, she doesn't do it for me. But also, she doesn't need to, by the way. Same. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's just weird. So, Kara Santa Maria was dating Bill Maher, or is dating Bill Maher? I don't know. I thought she was married and have no, a kid. Her and Bill Maher are all over the place. No, I'm talking about Kara Santa Maria. 
Danica McKellar oh. does ha- is married and does have children. But she shout out shout out to Dana McKellar because uh, her birthday was two days ago. She was born January third, and oh, there she you go. just turned. Uh, how 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 old did she just turn? She's probably thirty seven or something. No, dude, she's older now. She just turned forty seven. Holy shit! She does not look. Ooh, she's pretty bad though. But anyway, uh, for me, don't look up felt like a. This is strange terminology, but it felt like a love letter to uh, to uh, 2020. Because there's too many similarities about what was going on. I mean, the president trying to deny stuff, trying to increase her poll numbers, uh, her dumbass chief of staff son. Uh, and then, like, her son kept compliment, complimenting her, like, oh, my, my mom's a smoke show, like, you don't say that yeah, about that was- your mom, but then again, you don't say like, "Oh, my daughter's pretty high." If I, I, I would date my daughter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just to give you guys like a, a a sample of things, I mentioned *Idiocracy*, which I consider one of the greatest movies of all time. Seriously, mm-hmm. *Idiocracy* also has um, on Metacritic a 66 score. <laughs> and well like, there you go and the user score is like five point or uh, 7.4 I'm just like this is one of the greatest movies of all time I think there's some movies where people just they don't maybe they just don't get it but I, there's movies I don't get so but these types of movies where it's like obviously fucking satire people mm-hmm. don't understand it so yeah you should I think we should read or take the time to check out some of the bad reviews. Just pick three of them, and you'll, they'll probably be super politicized. Like, oh, this shouldn't be like this. And people people that love it are probably going to make a lot of uh, comparisons to MAGA. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. But as a whole, the movie was enjoyable to me. It's just like... Because in the end, even though with all the politicizing and... Um, just the poking fun at things that had happened. The the core of the movie was about, you know, taking care of things that you love, like, you know, making amends, you know, uh, not looking back um, and enjoying the time that you have left with the people that, you know, fill your life. And that's literally the last like 20 minutes of the film. Like everything cool. went to, sh- everything went away and like everyone sat at dinner and just enjoyed each other's company, even though impending doom is coming and i think that's but a they, core value of the film what they also kind of played upon is how like corporation basically buy political figures because of like course. there's like the guy that's basically fucking steve job 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 jobs oh and, yeah like, he was like <laughs> he, he was elon he had, like, plus uh what uh, plus zuckerberg in one person yeah but what's crazy is because like that, that's kind of the shit how things are now because like you know we have these political figures that are fucking basically in the pockets of a lot of a lot of these corporations and they kind of have more power than the people like like they literally so this spoiler for the movie if you haven't seen it sorry but like they literally had time to kind of uh what's the end of the movie that is it deep impact no deep not even deep impact what's the one with armageddon they basically had a chance to do a fucking armageddon were they able to send some people like send out these ships to to the Sorry, the reason the reason I'm laughing because of uh, uh, God, what's the guy's name? The guy who the, the white oh, guy who's gonna go Ron off. Ron Perlman. 
Ron yeah, Perlman. his character. His, his fucking awesome. racist ass character. His racist ass character. <laughs> so, they by the say way, Ron Perlman's wife is an African American woman. Just saying. Oh, oh, really? I didn't know that. That oh, doesn't yeah, mean he's, he's not American. racist, but we'll just keep it. Rolling. That's true, but I mean, in the in the movie, in the film, he's racist. But he's, I respect Ron Perlman's work. Yeah, he I does a lot of great shit. And yeah. he seems like a anyway, boy, so, so, yeah. They had a chance to send some nukes to the to the meteor asteroid comet thingy, the, the Earth killer, and like literally these these things are in the sky, and they, they some some guy Steve Jobs walks in there, was like, hey, you know, this shit. It's made out of minerals that we can use on fucking Earth. I'm pretty sure we can break the shit up and uh, the, use use these minerals. I mean, which is, I mean, it sounds cool because it'll be great. So you know, like a lot of technologies and uh, like our laptops and computers and stuff. Like there's a lot of elements that we use that we don't have very much resource for today. So having stuff come to Earth would be kind of great. But like, yo, man, this is like an this is. The chance of this shit fucking working is very slim, and like the fact that they weren't using like scientific, scientific, like research and this and that, they're just based off of computer models and and this is this. I don't know. I just I just thought that shit was fucking interesting how they kind of played that in there too. But like that character, like I hated that guy so much. Like even just <laughs> just the way he fucking talked, and like what's crazy too is because they also like talk about like cell phone, like oh your cell phone can tell like about your emotions and how you're feeling and like. We're kind of on that boat because we have like, like we have like smart devices that we can wear, and they'll say like, oh, you know, your your internal battery is low, like you need, you need to charge it, and like you're not you're not sleeping enough, like it's just <laughs> my watch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's just crazy, like, and it, it's funny because they played it about that too. It's like, oh, you're you're feeling kind of bad. I'm gonna buy this album for you. It's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. It just. That's part of the, the satire of the movie about them doing stuff like that. But the character who played that business, mo- that business mo- mogul, like yeah, that guy, he he fucking played that role, and I hated the hell out of him. Like every time he came on the screen, I was like, oh, God, fuck this guy. When a villain is so, convincing, that's why you know they're a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, he was like the evil version of him himself from um, Ready Player One because he's the same same guy, but he's like a more corporate. Like money what, who running. Is he? What, who's he's the, the Ready Player One. He's the main guy that set up the 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 maze. He's the guy oh, that died. Shit. That's right. He was um. Oh uh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, don't, I don't know why I didn't realize that. I don't, yeah, I, like, he just I he just has short like, hair. Yeah, he just has short hair. That's it. He's the same actor. He talked the same way. He had yeah, he, he the was tech, character, but he wasn't nearly as compassionate. All he cared Holy about is like. <laughs> It was pretty funny to me. That's why I kept laughing every time he kept coming on the screen. I'm like, oh, oh it's like the it's the evil guy. Oh, did you, it's fucking blew my mind with that one. Like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, uh, I'm surprised you didn't catch that character. first. Well, no, I don't know. Well, first of all, Ready Player Ready Ready Player One movie was was fucking like garbage, <laughs> but um, it definitely is the same character. The book, amazing movie, not so amazing. I mean, if you if you never if you didn't read the book, the movie's actually okay. But if you read the book, mm. the movie should. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would have to agree with that. Like, yeah, if you see, read the book. I yeah, I watched like, the film first, then read the book. Yeah, it's just like iRobot. Like if 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 you watched iRobot the movie, you're like, oh, it's a pretty good movie. Will Smith does a good job. He does a Will Smith job. But then you read the mm. book, you're like, wait a minute, this is this is not the this is not the movie. It's not the same thing. Like, not at all. 
So yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true because like, I, well, I watched the live Japanese version of Death Note before I saw the anime, and I thought the live action Japanese version was amazing. But that Netflix shit, mm-mm. but well, but the Swedish thought it was interesting. She didn't think it was good, but she just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, I'm glad you said interesting. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, man. That. Um, so, I want to touch on probably one more topic. Topic. This is gonna kind of put you on the spot, Blue, a little bit. Oh shit! Not too heavy. Because we were talking about Danica McKellar. And she's in this universe's character. I can't remember which character off the top of my head, but uh, Young Justice Phantoms. I know that you mm. really, we haven't talked about it, and at least on the podcast, I think we're the only two watching it. And there's like, I think, what, 15 to 17 episodes out right now? Something like that? Bunch of episodes. Yeah. Gonna be a new one, I think, tonight or tonight at midnight, whatnot. What are you, how far are you in the series? Um, I'm I'm caught up. Like I was literally like, I think last week I was four episodes behind, but I watched them all. But every, I, they're, they're kind of breaking this up into segments. Like every three or four episodes, it's like a different story. And I, I know you mentioned this in the in the chat, but like, yeah, uh, Beast Boy or Garfield, it's kind of in all of them. Mm-hmm. It kind of has a kind of impact on all of these. So the first the first four take place on Mars where we have Vince Martian and Superboy, you know, they love each other or they kinda of, actually if you if you kinda of rewind the tape, if you go back to like the previous season, beef uh Superboy and, and Miss Marshall they break up. And Miss Marshall dates some other dude. Yeah, but then they get guess, back they get back together yeah, in yeah. season three. <laughs> they get back together and this and that, but um yeah, there was a, they had a little bit of a, a little bit of conflict there, but like, yeah, they're getting back together and they're 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 going to get married. They're getting married on Mars, and basically, some shit goes down and shit doesn't work out. And then all of a sudden, it skips to like another story where we have um, the Bat family, Artemis. Yeah, yeah, we have the Bat family with Artemis and um, a new girl called uh, the Orphan. Huh. And oh well, so Orphan is. Is Batgirl because she wears Batgirl's costume, but she doesn't have her hood. No, Orphan isn't she? Um... She's Batgirl. She doesn't speak because her mom slit her throat, <laughs> okay, <laughs> which they okay. talk about in the show. But she, when you look, when they showed the episode with the Joker, she's wearing the Batgirl costume, but she has the hood, the cowl on. And then subsequent episodes, she's wearing Batgirl's costume, but no, no cowl. So okay, she's. I, cause I, I never seen her wearing. Uh, yeah, but. But there's also another Batgirl currently at that time. So she's orphan, but yet there's another another girl. Uh, I forgot the girl after her who's Batgirl currently. So in the Young Justice continuity, it's uh, the same as the comic pretty much. But like it's uh, Artemis. I mean, her name is Artemis, but she used to go in the field. She like Artemis. Yeah, she was like, she was like Tigra. Tigra. Or Tigress. She's Tigress. Tigress. Yeah. Her sister was Tigress, but not her sister's Cheshire. So that was no, kind no. of weird. Oh. They're... No, her sister yeah, was sister... Tigress for a, while, for a while. And then she's Cheshire when she had a falling out with Sportsmaster. So then mm, okay. Artemis took over as Tigress now. So when you watch the opening show, you can see uh, when they show Artemis, they show the code names. 
everyone changes when it switches to a different number. So each character shows up as a number one, and then number two is their their different identity. Some of them don't change. Like Superboy doesn't change, but <clears throat> Card the Rum, he starts out as Aqualad and then switches to Aquaman because he was given yeah. the title of Aquaman in season three. And then um, Artemis has a name change. Some of, well, oh, it's... uh I think, Dick, I think Dick all the characters. Yeah, I mean, all of the characters basically have a name change because, like, Dick started off as Robin, but mm-hmm. now he's Nightwing and such and such. But uh, there's so many new characters. <laughs> oh yeah, oh definitely. But um, what's was so one of the craziest thing about the new arc of the season is that um, we have um, oh, what's her name? Z- 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 Zantana. Zantana. Zatanna. Zatanna, yeah. But what's cool with her, so her power shows she's a magician, but for her to be able to cast spells, she says things backwards. So all these episodes are backwards. Like, the, the letterings and stuff are all backwards. And, like, it took me a second to realize it, but, like, um, yeah, like, the episodes are named, but there's they're just, they're just backwards, what I thought was kind of cool. Like, I literally had to sit there and, like, some of the words I had to, like, type in. Like, there was one that says, get ready. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But there's other ones that are like, you know, what was it? Oh, I can't remember what it was, but it's basically like if we, oh no, it was uh, divide, uh, not divide and conquer, but it was like something around that realm. But no, I just thought it was oh, kind of cool. How yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like divide. It's like go. It's like go forth and conquer. Right. Or something. Yeah, go forth and conquer. That's what it was. That one took me a while to figure out, but um, yeah, like I don't know. This this season's been pretty good i mean it's not the best of the other seasons but you know i don't I, i'm it's I, I would like to see another season drop for this for the show because it's it's really cool it's it's really good how they they're the characters are progressing and how they're adding different storylines and this and that but uh what's your take on it uh it's been weird i think this has been the most like darkest as far as like emotion because it's been super depressing like something super depressing happening in the first story arc and then the second story arc with the bat family involved it starts out kind of cool i mean it's still the depression goes into but then there's like more urgency and then when you find out what happened to orphan and her mom it's still it's pretty fucked up you're like what the fuck and then it moves on to zatanna and her dad which was kind of like a carryover from uh justice league like season two yeah and then like uh, her story is going on and then like it's weird because something random happens super random and you're like what the hell was that and then it happens again like two or three episodes later and it involves a bus bus. (laughs) yeah it involves a school bus super random and then like the most current episode like wraps up what happens with this random event and then it like makes sense but it took like it took like maybe eight episodes to bring closure to the super random what seemingly seemed random event and then um the most current episode looks like it kicks off a new storyline but it it involves the very first storyline so i'm like oh these are pretty cool and then like each one from the previous seasons, there's an after credit scene. Usually, it's super mundane. <laughs> that was but, funny. <laughs> yeah, but this season has been like, like at the end of each one, like Artemis would read poetry. You most of her poetry was from Toni Morrison or Maya, or Maya Angelou, and then mm-hmm. um, uh, she reads like War and Peace at the one end of one, and then like 
there are some other ones in the first season where there's like super. Um, I think one of them is a, a part of Martin Luther King's speech. The other ones like other speeches from other prominent uh, historical figures. Then like the last one is just crying. Like someone's just crying throughout the whole entire credits. This is all bad. And then um, this current one was like, um, what was it? Oh, I think they're what they're watching world like die or something. No, they're just talking about like the action they need to play take place going forward. Stuff. So it's been interesting watching these uh, after credit scenes because they feel like they're nothing, but they're actually some of them are kind of profound. So I'm looking forward to this new story arc. Story arc. I'm wondering where they're gonna go. You know what's, going on. What's, what's also interesting is that, like, you know, this season, because um, Beast Boy, because mm. the person who does the voice of Beast Boy has done the voice of Beast Boy for, like, a lot he, of he's shit. He's in uh, Teen Titans Go. Like, he does mm-hmm. the voice of, T- of Beast Boy in Teen Titans Go and other, and, like, even back with uh, the original Teen Titans, the one that are, like, yeah. the, the fucking good series. But, like, uh, um, even some of the DCAU stuff, the DC Animated yeah. Universe, he does, like, a couple of movies. Not yeah, he does. This, this guy does a really good job with Beast Boy, but like, like Beast Boy, like you, you feel bad for Beast Boy just because what happened in the first arc. I mean, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Super depressing. He's, he's grieving. <laughs> no, he's grieving, but like it, it talks about how like it talks about the depression and like drugs and like this and that. Like, yeah. Like the Beast Boy is like the leader of a like is it Outsiders? He's like the, the leader outsiders, of the Outsiders. Like, yeah. yeah. He's a leader of outsiders, and like you know, after what happened to him in the first arc, he's just he's just not fucking there for everybody. Like, like you kind of it's it's not that you can relate to him, but you can like see like oh wow, like he's going like he's like this shit has hit him heavily, and they mm-hmm. play on that, which is like crazy. Because Beast Boy, like every every time you see Beast Boy, and like you know, T Nines go regular titans beast boys like fun having like he's always like this and that trying to hit on raven blah 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 but like seeing him in this kind of like this state of mind or atmosphere is just like wow like beast boy is just like everybody else but what's what's also cool with like beast boy in this universe is that the reason why he beast boy isn't from like a, a scientific experiment or whatever it's because he has blood that miss martian gave to him Mm-hmm. That's like how he got his powers, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Young Justice is still, it's still, it's still fucking vibing with me. Yeah, I, I'm liking this because I feel like they're taking a more realistic stance to teen problems. Because I mean, mo- mo- the majority of the cast are teens. I mean, there are some adults oh, there quick. to like kind of supervise and help. Fuck, fuck them but kids. some some teen, <laughs> but some teens are are struggling some of them are struggling with addiction or relationship with their parents or relationships with a uh you know in the romantic sense and they kind of cover all this you know they, they do. don't shoot they don't sugarcoat a lot of stuff they talk about some pretty dark stuff for you know people in their teens night and, and but it, even though it's animated i still think it still connects with a you know a you know teenage what? audience now, now that you say that i feel like every episode literally is that like every because, like, Miss Martian, she talks about, like, the struggle she had with her parents and, like, her sister. Because Miss Martian is a white Martian versus, like, the green Martian, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Versus trying to... Man- then- I mean, he's not an Earthling, but he's a Kryptonian. And there's the yeah. racism. They deal with yeah. racism that first arc. 
Yeah, basically. And like later on, uh, like the last season, uh, the last arc, like um, with um, uh, Zatanna, like she has, she has like apprentices that she's working with, and they're all fucking basically outcasts. Like we have mm-hmm. one girl who used to be uh, a child of Shazam. Well, she, she is, but she's she's. Well, kinda... she is. Yeah, but she her the the Shazam person she she uh, I guess. Harbors, uh, summons, harbors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like she the, that that person basically a female version of the of um I'll say the Adam. What's the guy's name? The one that the Rock is playing. Uh, oh, Black Adam. Well, yeah, she Black has Adam. the power of Shazam. Yeah, but but the there's yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like yeah. A, she's a female Black Adam, except she's like Latin. <laughs> she's Latin. She's the, she's the brown, the brown <laughs> Adam Adamette. Wow, the the brown Alice. Yeah. Well, she's actually married. She's actually, so in the comics, she's supposed to be the twin sister of Billy Baston, and she's supposed to be Mary Baston. But this, when they retconned in the comics, her last name is different. She's like Mary Bloom Bloom Bloomfield, or Blumfield. But no, so like, like even like even when it comes to the to the the um, uh, Zatanna's uh, apprentices, like they go through a trial when um. Oh, God, what's the guy's name? Uh, Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate. He he sent him to a trial. Like every character had to go through like some kind of trial or or thing. Like there was like the guy who was like, "Yeah, I want to be a doctor. I'm going to school to be a doctor. I want to save life and stuff like that." Like you don't have time to be a superhero. But it was like his body was basically split in two, and it was like, "Oh, you know, your parents want you to do this and this." And it was like, it did, the whole this season is all about like mental health and toxicity. Family toxicity, and once again we get back to Encanto. <laughs> like I feel like 20, 20, 21, it's all about like mental health and and uh, you know find out where you where you should be, how you should feel. Like you need to like really focus on your your mental health and uh, understanding like the the emotions and feelings that you're having. Yeah. So just to put it out there, Danica McKellar is the voice of Miss Martian, and she's hella hot. Shit. Yeah, there's actually Damn, a lot like, like Lacey, Lacey Chabert. That's like a figure eight. Yeah, Lacey Chabert, she's the voice of Zatanna. You got like, you know, Bruce Greenwood. There's a bunch of stars in this show. But so far, I'm really liking this Phantom stuff, even though it's a, a bit more emotionally more bleak. Yeah, so. it's, 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 it's pretty good. If you, if you haven't checked it out, uh, all of this is on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one season one, two, and three are different. All of them, as well. all of them are on there because uh, season four is one episode per week, so it's currently on there. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a there's a prediction out there for there to be a fifth season. Because I... so between season three and four, there's a giant. Wait, is it three and four or two and three? Three. I think it's. Two and two and three or three and four. There's like a decade gap between one of the seasons. Yeah, there's a giant fucking time skip, and it it fucking shows. But uh, yeah. Uh, you guys want to talk about something else? We're almost at. Yeah, yeah. I think we getting close to tying tying it off. Tie it up. You got something, Blue? Are you biting your nails like a little kid? No. Beautiful. What? About my hangnail, hangnail, hanging from my cuticles, oh. hangnail, hangnails, it's say beautiful. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you guys remember that? 
Red Thog? No. no. Nope. Never heard of it. What? Never There's heard a Red Thog and, um, look up Cuticles and, uh, Family Guy. So the guy who oh. rests about, like, Cuticles. Okay. I yeah. He's all, I got a, I got a hangnail, hangnail, it ain't beautiful. Hangnail, hangnail, it ain't cuticle. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Let's take this out of here. Uh, oh, Ninja. What do you got? Populating, crackulating, pop 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 this weekend. So, um, all the COVID talk I was talking about earlier is because I went for a COVID test. So I came into contact or been in the vicinity of someone who tested positive. So just to check out, just to be safe, I went and tried to do a test today. I managed to get it done, but I waited in a line for two and a half hours to get a test. So I'm going to be sheltering in place until I get the results back. Um, in the meantime, I got uh, where is it? I got my new Star Wars book that came out this week, which is I think the end of their Phase One in the Star Wars High Republic book uh, series, where they're going to start Phase Two. I think in a month. So I'm I'm reading the new book. I'm just barely into it, so I'm just starting it off. Um, I'm probably going to be helping out Prodigy with some more Back for Blood. Because he's on the last stage of it. And then we got Blue on some Back for Blood. Even though he's been on there. He's been jumping around chapters. So I don't know if he knows. Dude, fuck, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Is zombies need to fucking die. <laughs> yeah, that's all, you, that's all you need, really. If that's I, all you need. If so. I have time, I'll pick it up tomorrow. So. Oh, right on. Yeah, so I yeah. mean... It's so much fun. It's, fun. it's, it's, <laughs> it's so, pretty fucking fun. Yeah, it's so much fun just blasting through stuff. I mean, there's like... Playing playing with a team that has mics makes it much more enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, uh, sorry, just kind of catch you up real quick. Like, what's crazy about it too is that like one level is not the same as the next level. Like, you can play one level and be like, okay, we get almost to the end. Next level, you'll just get fucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even playing, I mean, it's very similar to Left 4 Dead. I mean, you could be playing the same level and it'll still like change on you like certain doors we boarded up where there was a door of the previous playthrough um different enemies will be you know different like there'll be times where you get hoarded on by nothing but special infected which are really hard enemies other times sometimes there'll be nothing you'll run through and there's like two enemies versus 30 through your previous playthrough so it's always switching it up on you and we're playing on normal like i know prodigy wants to amp up the uh the the difficulty, but I already know he's just gonna die and hold the team back. So, what you're fucking ass? It's all about the mission. <laughs> hey, if you, play, if, you play Ninja, if you play with Owen Ninja, you'd be fucking hanging off the edge of the ship. He'd be like, "Sorry, man, it's all about the mission." It, yeah, it would just leave I mean, your ass, cause that literally happened with me. Like I, so sorry. Uh, we were playing. We were playing. We were playing a game. A fucking. I got somehow pushed off a goddamn boat and I'm hanging off the edge and you, I don't know why for some reason you can't pull yourself fucking up but like Oninja and like uh, uh, a, a player who was playing with us that, yeah Rando. Rando they went and dropped off the bombs to, the, to blow up the ship and I'm still sitting there holding on to my fucking life Oninja comes up eventually save a life and the whole time it's like it's all about the mission it's all about the mission I'm like motherfucker but I later mean, on no no, yeah. no 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 later on we were playing the game. Also, we were playing with uh with Prodigy. We got to the end. I was like, "Well, shit, it's all about the mission." Fuck on Ninja. <laughs> hey, I mean, I wouldn't fault you. I mean, you got to do what's best for the. 
you know, uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. So, yeah, but Oninja made it back, but the other, the, the, the Rando didn't make it back. <laughs> no, he made it. We made it. Both of us made it. Oh, and no, it was no, funny because, no. like, it was funny that Prodigy got yeeted. He was talking <laughs> all this shit that he was going to be in charge and he was going to lead the way. And then he got yeeted the moment he turned around. He went, he literally, this creature knocked him, like, no, it was, it was a, it all the way off the boat. No, what no, so, he, he got knocked out the boat. Like, he flew. Well, wait. So, it was awesome. Sorry. Before, before we go to switch over to Kronos, a funny story about that is that uh, <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when uh, Prodigy got kicked off the boat over there, he got beat off the boat. I guess this motherfucker was hella loud because uh, Mishka. <laughs> <laughs> she tried to cut his ass. She said, I would cut your boat. <laughs> so you have been Mish- you, you can hear. Y'all no, Mishkers, you can hear. No, no, uh, uh, I guess no, we haven't. But uh, yeah, Mishka, you can hear Mishka, Mishka on the, on his mic back. saying like, "Why can't be so fucking loud?" Like you can hear her yelling at him. Okay, him she, why was, so she was she was not that calm about it. She was screaming at him. Yeah, screaming. yeah she was not that calm. Yeah, she was screaming at this dude. Shut the fuck up! Why yeah. are you fucking? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, somebody's in trouble. So mm-hmm. their, house, on couch. their house is, is awesome. It's a big house. But the problem is, is that where Prodigy is gaming is like literally ju- it's, it's right under where they sleep. And so the problem oh, is damn. the speakers for the game are in the ceiling. So they're, they're, oh, they're, they're, the speakers are in the ceiling. So and if he puts, and if he puts his, his headphones on and he's just yelling, you know how he's fucking loud and black and shit. Yeah, so yeah. Like screaming, it echoes through the house like all the way up to like where she's at. So that that's the problem. It's like, yeah, they've got a really cool house, but if you're gonna be a loud asshole, and you have hardwood floors, and you have oh, a large house, and if you don't put the headphones on and you're just blasting all this shit into the floor where somebody's trying to sleep, then then yeah, you're gonna have some issues. So yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. All right. With yeah, that spoken, so we just gotta Kronos, what you got populating, crackling this Nintendo Nuts podcast? So I'll talk about another game that uh, I just started playing. Even though I'm at the pretty much the end of Deathloop, but I decided to like, I needed a break from because Deathloop gets it gets really deep, and I kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and I had some like personal issues where I needed to play <laughs> something that was kind of more fun. And so yeah. I decided I bought. Uh, there's a couple of games that I bought but didn't play yet, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was actually one of them. So I started playing oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and this game is fucking good. Like, is it multiplayer? No, no. it's it's hundred percent single player. There's never gonna be an multiplayer. Mm. Um, it is it is really fun. Uh, it's not just fun because of the the gameplay is fun, but it's like it's different because you're only playing as Star Lord. And so, when you're playing as Star Lord, but you can still control the other Guardians of the Galaxy, and they have like their other oh. they have their own. It's almost like, so, it's the same sort of battle system as the remake of Final Fantasy VII, where you control them, but only sort of, where you can give them, like, commands. They do their own thing, but then you give them commands to, like, do other things. And, like, you have, like, these synergy-type moves where you can, like, kind of team up and do shit. Um, and it gets really interesting. And it's very enjoyable. What's really cool is that they're constantly, like, bantering with each other, just like in the movies and in the comics. And it's almost it's at it's at the level of like basically like Uncharted, 
Like, as you're walking around, they're, like, hmm. talking shit with each other. And, right and what's cool about this is that as they're talking, there are prompts to where you can... Uh, you have options, like, what you want to say back to, like, back somebody else or back another person. And depending on your decision on who to back, it has consequences, like, later on in the game. Like, if you keep backing the same person oh, every shit. single time, someone else might get pissed and might not do something you want to do. Um, and then also... Oh, like, um, like the Batman Riot games. Not right. Uh, Telltale games. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's sort of like that. And then also, um, like as you're playing in like, like when you get into like these action sequences, you can do like this thing called a huddle up. And when you do like the huddle up, uh, like basically the gameplay stops, and then your team will talk to you, and you have to like really listen like what they're saying. And depending on what they say, you have to give a response. And if your response is good, then you get perks after um the huddle up and they start playing like a cool 80s song which you know <laughs> but they're like licensed fully licensed songs like you you can play like you can get rickrolled so <laughs> i'm playing and it's like oh like these are like legit like 80s i remember these songs from the 80s and it's like it's really cool to have like a legit soundtrack um and to get like a a song from the 80s like a popular song as like a reward for picking the right uh, decision after listening to your teammates. Um, it's just it's and the graphics are, are are actually really good. The only thing that's not really good is like the hair, but everything else is really good. Like the the character designs are excellent. Uh, the storyline so far has been really good. I, you know, I got to so far I got to like Lady Hellbender. I just left like her realm. Um, you meet the, the Nova Corps and stuff like that, and it's just, like it, the storyline is so far it's really good. Uh, if you're thinking that, you know, fuck, fuck this game because of Square Enix's version of uh, the Avengers, this is not the Avengers at all. Like, not even a little bit. It's not the same fucking engine, not the same fucking team, it's not the same fucking nothing. Like, I played the Avengers, and this is, like, 100% way better than the Avengers game. And it doesn't tie into the Marvel Universe, right? Like, the anime, the movie universe no this is more of like they stay they stay closer I mean, to did... go ahead i was gonna say they don't they don't they don't look like they're mtu characters right no but yes yeah, so you can uh know from the the default skins but you can unlock the skins of the mcu characters and so mm -hmm. what's cool about this that's game, cool yeah what's cool about this game is that in unlockable it's not microtransactions like you have to find the, the skins I already found a skin mm. for for Groot for the from the movies. Um, what's cool about shit? I forgot what I was gonna fucking say. Oh, what's cool about this game is that it's so the MCU took some liberties with some of the characters, especially Drax. That's like one of the issues that I sort of had with the the movies. Um, it's because Drax is the uh, avatar of life, and he's actually a nemesis of Thanos. He can he can kill Thanos on his own, and in the movies he can't really do that. But in the game, he talks about killing Thanos all the fucking time. <laughs> so, yeah. I like that they stuck a little closer to the comics with this. So, uh, it's it's kind of cool because, like, right now on Net uh, Netflix, on PS Plus, or not PS Plus, on PlayStation, you can buy the game for 35% off. So, like, if you buy the standard version, it's $38.99. But if you buy the deluxe version... With comes with like a bunch of extra stuff, uh, but yeah, that one's only forty five, 
versus $69. So yeah, it's worth it. It's actually on sale at Target as well too. It's like 35 or 39, something like that. It's pretty fairly cheap. Yeah. I, I don't know how long the sale lasts though. I got it on sale so on the, Black Friday. So. Hmm. So for the PlayStation on the PlayStation site, it's on sale until the seventh. So you got two fucking days. Two days. Yeah. yeah. But, if you if you're listening to this podcast right now, you got two days. But if you if you listen tomorrow, you got one day. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening in the future, you probably already either own it or don't give a fuck. Honestly, yeah. it's worth the money. I'm having yeah. a lot of fun with this. So and I got it for cheap. So yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, just uh, I have tomorrow's gonna be interesting. So uh, <laughs> can I? Well, he didn't say I couldn't talk about it. Fuck it. It's gonna, we're gonna talk about it soon anyway. I'm a I'm on the board of directors for a new company. Oh shit! So yeah. interesting. Oh, uh, private jets. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna like go to strip club and like bust out your like fucking American Express gold platinum and be like, oh, all this fucking ass is on me and swipe? No. Oh wait. Are you gonna Are you gonna tell motherfuckers <laughs> that they should need to go back to formula? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I need to make sure because it's a nonprofit, so I need to make sure everything is extra fucking above board. Um. Hmm. So. Me and Dan Blue Papa Bear, who's yeah, I do the podcast with him. If you listen to Balance Exchange, he's Papa Bear. We've been talking about doing something together for a long time, and actually, uh, one of the other guys that we talked to on the first podcast of the last season, season two, about the post office, uh, Shy, we're all on the board starting this company, and it's called uh, well, I'm not gonna say the name of it, but basically, we're going to try and see if there's a way that we can help uh homeless veterans and it's, it's amazing see how we can make this work and we're going to talk about it tomorrow i think it's gonna be really cool like i i want to help people because i think that uh, there's something very altruistic about just like ending or at least lessening human suffering I so guess. i'm gonna try to do it and like when Papa Bear first talked about it. Like we had, like he just talked to me. Like, what do you think the two ideas are about? You know, uh, what what are the two biggest hurdles you think of the people that are homeless are gonna would have? Mm-hmm. So I told him my top two things, and I, I we were on the same page. And he talked about Let, let's you know do a thing. Are you interested in like starting this business with me? I was like, yeah, but I didn't know like he was gonna just start running with it like immediately. <laughs> and so you gave him the ball, man. He's all like, I'm going for the end zone. Well, he, he already had the ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. So oh, he already had the ball. Yeah, he already had the ball. So he's, he's going forth like doing all this stuff on his own. Well, on his own, but also like asking for input. And so now I'm gonna I'm gonna help him even more, and you know, see what else I can do to like really get this going forward and you know this year we're probably not gonna we're gonna do a lot of like kind of like uh foundation building to like build this thing up and like figure out how things are gonna work and then hopefully next year we can kind of get things uh rolling uh live but yeah i'm actually really excited to talk to him and uh and shy tomorrow about like what we're gonna do and i've never been on a board before i've never started a business before i don't know what's (laughs) gonna happen i don't know what's gonna be involved but I think it's really cool because honestly, I'm, I've been jaded with corporate life for a bunch of years now, and cool. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do personally. I'm still successful in like what I do, but I've been jaded with it. So, and I want to help people in a in a better, a better manner, like a more direct manner. And I think this this could help 
me out and help me help others. So, yeah. More coming soon. And also, Balance Exchange is going to come back. Hopefully, in the next couple months, we're going to start recording in the next couple of next couple of months with uh, Season 3. So, yeah. Look forward to it. Right on. Cool. Right on. That sounds like a fucking plan, man. Like, it's, it's, it's really cool. Like, I don't helping out people gives you that the warm and fell the warm and fuzzy feeling in your heart. Like I mean, like with veterans, like these guys, they basically put their life on the line for Americans. Like if you if if you want to talk about freedom and stuff like that, like you veterans are the ones that help you have that freedom. They supported like a hundred percent. But then again, there's like limitations to exactly what fucking freedom is, but. You want to just like you can't just fucking run run into a fucking building and be like, hey, there's a bomb. Like there's like freedom has a fucking limit, but like you know the fact that there's people out there to support our i a lot of of our ideology is fucking cool. Ideology. Also, I, I, yes. Real quick, after I just talked about that, real I want to talk about this even more, but um, the BG oil and candles, which we promote yes. here all the time. They have a new website that came out the other day, and the new Ooh. website is actually created by, I think, in, at least in part, our, maybe in all parts, I don't know, but by the same person that did our logos, logos, oh, the podcast. So, um, mutual friend, and she does a fantastic job um, with web, web design and obviously graphic design. So, uh, the new website is dope. Um, they're con- continuing to, uh, to build their business. So, if you go to BG Oil and Candles, um, check that out. They have a bunch of fantastic products that I use personally, as far as like their yes. soaps, their um, their uh, like body butters and stuff like that. Yeah, I take care of my fuck. I take care of my skin. Obviously, I don't. Cool. <laughs> the only thing, I, if if I shaved my whole face, I wouldn't look uh, as quite as old because I have gray hairs in my beard. But I take care of my skin. I have, I have regiments and shit, and uh, ABG yeah. helps with my skin regimen. So. I need to re up on the stuff. Cause the stuff I got, I I went through it, yeah. <laughs> so I need to go. I, I need to re up. Yeah, but yeah, what's, what's crazy? I need I need to take a, I need to take a page out of their playbook because like they literally started a business from the ground up, and like I've been doing the whole photography thing, and I've been uh kind of just been on inside, but like you know actually being able to do it as a as an actual fucking business. But it's 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 two different things. There's a service and there's like a product, and they they provide a product or are provide a service. But uh, yeah, man, like they just 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 to see where they where they came from. Like it was just basically went from like a hobby to like an empire. <laughs> oh, mm. it's 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 on the cusp of an empire because like they're they, I mean, it's just there's just a few ladies that are doing it. Once they have like fucking people. Like a bunch of people like baking the candles. That thing that's going to become the empire. But like, yeah, EBG candles. The shit they take a they take um uh they take any kind of uh idea that you have for the candles. It's kind of they kind of run with it too. So they yeah, have like right. they had like the sweet potato pie. We have the black and black time infinity candle. Uh, don't they call it right black? Don't they call it black excellence or something? No, like it's, that? this is blacker than the blackest musk. So I don't know if it's oh, on their website yeah. right now. But you can definitely message them, and they can make this candle for you. So, yes. um, uh, and customize it too. Yeah, they can, yeah. They can customize it. So on mine, obviously, it has my name on here. I'm showing it on the uh, the live stream, but y- y'all can see that my name is on this one. Um, but you can get it customized to whatever you want to put on there. 
Um, and we also have a promo code uh, as well. If you go to, you know, ibijioilandcandles.com and the promo code is VD638N, you get 15, 15% off of any order over $15 or over $35, sorry. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll have it in the description of the podcast, like the promo code and all that stuff. But, yeah, they, they're you know what? fantastic. Yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day is coming up right now, so I'm wondering. Oh yeah, it's coming like, up quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah, you already know. You already know that they're already planning. It's funny. I'm not a candle person. Like, I'm not really into the whole candle kind of thing. So I, I was just like, eh, I feel like it's a little too feminine for me. But I wanted to support the business and whatnot, so I bought, you know, I bought like a few candles because I was giving them away. But then, like, we lit them at the house, and I'm just like, dude. This is damn good. Like, damn. Everyone's like, dude, this smells really good. Where'd you get this? So I told them the site. So now, like, I'm in love with these candles. Like, now I need to get more. I need to get more because I'm out. We yeah. burned through them. So they've, they've totally made me more of a candle person. Like, I feel like they have one for almost every mood. So yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, you know it's, what's really it's, cool. It's, it's, it's a good product. And I like and I like it. So I can't what's wait really to What's great about more. this podcast is that everything we advertise on here we've like talked about but what's what's cool too is that like i've i've done a photo shoot with everybody on this podcast like i did a professional photo shoot with with uh with old ninja dick pics with uh right yeah 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 Yeah, it's all about lighting it's all about lighting (laughs) yeah it's it's all about lighting seriously with uh cronus i'm taking pictures of his daughters uh with with uh i I did a photo shoot with k-mac i've done a, a maternity photo shoot with um with stitch but also, mm-hmm. did a, I did a photo shoot. I did. I actually, I've done a few photo shoots there by this podcast. It's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. So, you know what? Thank you guys for you know allowing me to enter your home to take your take take your photos. No, know, thank you. Uh, we went on we went on location, and it was, yeah, uh, it, was de- it was definitely an adventure. It was all, it was yeah. pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. <laughs> God, yeah, kind of. It's with COVID. It's pretty hard to want to take photos just because it's like. Yeah, you can take pictures of people, but it's like, uh, well, if they want to see the pictures, they cough on you, and bam, you got. <laughs> I mean, though, that it's. I'm laughing, but it's a, a seriously it's, legit it's, concern. It's a legit concern, so legit. I feel it. Uh, did you have anything else you want to talk about uh, about the EBG cross? Well, I, actually, I just had a fucking idea that I'm gonna tell my my uh, my sister. Yes, she's my sister. Um, yeah. <laughs> that does this. And honestly, and I've said it before. If uh, her candles weren't great, I, I wouldn't advertise it. So she knows that. Um, but I actually yeah. just I stuck my thumb in like the uh, the wax of the uh, of our candle, and it's like it, obviously it's waxy, but the smell is awesome. And they should do like a body melt of this scent. So oh oh my yeah, god, like body dude, butter, dude. you'd have. Yeah, to, I mean, if you're if you're a dude and had that, you'd be beating out these chicks. With the stick, <laughs> they'd be all over you. Yeah. They'd like, be actually, all over you. Maybe a little lighter. You eat swim into buttholes. Yeah, just like slightly mm. lighter of a scent, but it's it, this would smell fantastic. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm going to send well, that, that suggestion. Black butter. <laughs> well, what's yeah. cool is that Black if they, they make a... <laughs> Black butter. Well, you want to be careful on that one. Uh... <laughs> you never know, man. You, 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 you might have a huge uptick in profit but also no, it dips down <laughs> like mm. I'm, but no like that's what's cool about them too is so like you know they 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 take suggestions because i how i meant because originally started with candles and i talked about how like you know 
there's a whole warmer avenue that she's following. Then all of a sudden they started doing warm avenue. They started doing warmers, which is cool. Anyways, we gotta wrap up here because it's almost eleven o'clock. But um, <laughs> for myself, your boy Blue. Um, yeah. So yeah, PlayStation had a bunch of fucking games for sale. Like, I literally spent about three hundred dollars. No wait. If I'd have paid a regular price, I'd have paid $300. But I basically bought, like, a bunch of fucking games for $100. So I got, a, uh, I got Back for Blood. I got, uh, Just the Two of Us. Oh, I brought, wow. uh... Nice. Yeah, because we talked about the podcast. So it just, it, that seems like a very fun indie game. And it was, it, it wasn't that much. And, oh, you gotta get the sweetness to play with you. Because it, yeah, it's, it's a co-op game. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I heard about that, too. So I gotta buy a second controller for that one. But, um... Also brought fucking uh, Man Eater. Oh, and, uh, shit. Like, we talked about we talked about how Man Eater was a fucking dope ass fucking game. So that was fun. a that was probably like the best PSN game, like PS Plus game that you can buy. But they released um, DLC uh, DLC for it, and it was like it was like ten bucks. I haven't had mm-hmm. a chance to play it yet, but like <laughs> I can't wait to play it because it just it's that that game was it was it was more fun than it should have been. But it was a game that I needed in my life, but I didn't want. <laughs> anyway, so like I download, I got that game too. But then also I bought um, I back for blood. I bought for uh, there's another game I bought. Um, shit. I it, I went I went crazy because there there's a lot of games that are like thirty percent <laughs> off, forty percent off, fifty. Oh, yeah, I bought um, I bought um the oh god, what's the game? The one with anime characters. Um, there's a shit ton of like, that. The fuck. No, the, the ones like like Naruto and Goku oh, and uh, was it the final fight thing? Or jump, fight, no, or Jump Force. Jump, jump Force, yeah, yeah. yeah I bought Jump Force. Jump Force was dirt fucking cheap. Because apparently this game and all that. I mean, I got, I, apparently it wasn't, but this game was five fucking dollars compared mm. how it was like sixty nine dollars when it originally came out. I bought that as well, but uh, yeah, you know, I just I bought them digitally, which I'm I'm like. Every time I buy a digital game, I'm always like, fuck, like, what if this company goes other? And, like, I don't buy this fucking game. And I thought about it, it's like, I got, like, I don't know. I got a crate up in my attic of a bunch of PS2, PS3, PS4 games that, you know, I, I, I applied them, I beat them, got my trophies, and I moved off to the next game. But then I'm like, well, you know what? Fucking Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid on a cassette with the, with the case at the fucking penis on it that shit sold it for thousands of dollars so i was just about I to might... say i'm all if you have it in <laughs> yeah. good condition that's worth a lot yeah i might have like a million dollars in my fucking attic and i just don't know or at least mm-hmm. it's not it's not there yet but um anyways i'm looking forward to continue playing back for blood with you guys with uh with old ninja and um and prodigy and i don't know i like with old ninja i feel like we we i feel like we played a game before we we did multiplayer. But oh, it's it was uh, no, it was uh, um, uh, shit. It's right here. Where, district. Uh, no, it wasn't the district. It was what the fuck is this game? Because once we start, once we started playing, I was like Borderlands. It was Borderlands Three. We squatted up on yeah, that. It was, it was yeah, you, yeah. me, and Cronus. We, yeah, because that was a game I played. Yeah, your, your gameplay style was like really familiar to me. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just fun playing with fucking friends, like. Going on oh, yeah. there, killing zombies, and like the whole, like the whole game, the whole, um, the whole, the way that you play the game is really cool. Like you have like 
cards that have like different skills that would up your character's like play style and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of cool, but uh, yeah, it's just overall, it's just it's just it's just a fun, fun game. game it's man. really cool for you guys. Yeah, fun game. Like, my motherfuckers are always talking about playing that goddamn game, and I was like, no, it's I'm fun. Jump <laughs> no, so the reason why I bought it because it's part of the PlayStation discount thing, and I got paid like I think it's like twenty five dollars for the game. But yeah. I don't oh no. That's cheap. No, I paid no, I paid forty five because I got the version I got the deluxe version that came with like free uh, DLC. It came and it came with the uh, season pass. Yeah, I got the season pass yeah. version, so Okay. Yeah. Alright. I see you. Alright. Alright, Onija. Take us out of here. Alright. Like oh, King, King Arthur is telling us that Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be on Game Pass, but I already bought it, so whatever. Um you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity? Infinity. The dankest podcast on the internet. We're going to be doing our golden eggplants hopefully before the end of the month. But yes, mm. be on the lookout for the Golden Eggplant Awards. You can check us out anywhere on the internet with B's and BTI. It's B T H A N B T I. You can email us at B's and BTI at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Discord. And uh, you can see our uh, official website, binhackproduction.com forward slash B's and BTI. Uh, what am I Oh, on uh, Amazon, we have an app on there that's where we go live. Uh, we go live every Wednesday night, 8.30 Pacific time. Check this out. Tell your friends. Pacific time. Hashtag CPTI. Man, better not bring your kids. <laughs> 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 Yeah.